everybody uh i'm dj hey is that how we start this show sort of okay normally we don't okay i don't know we normally don't want to say our names no no we don't do that anymore we i thought we do i feel like we've just been getting into the shit really huh getting into the shit hmm. getting into the shit well people you know who we are i guess but you don't know why we're here yeah, well i don't know why i'm here hey that oh, a listen to that little pop. sound um i'm brett and i'm about to take a sip of 2023 Mountain Voodoo. It's a mystery flavor. Voodoo. Smells sweet. It's Mountain Dew. It better be. What if Mountain Dew put up like a bitter Mountain Dew? That'd be gross. I don't know what that is. Oh, it doesn't taste like any other Mountain Dew? I don't know. I also have gum in my mouth, so that might Mm. be throwing it off a bit. Mm. Mm. What Mm. is that? It's not unfamiliar to me. Yeah. I've, have it I, tastes a little bit like the blue one. Have I had this taste in my mouth before? Hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know about you. I don't know what you do in your personal time. You um, know what I do in my personal time. It's true. Uh, it doesn't taste unlike the blue one, whatever the blue one is. I like it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. No, All dude, right. rarely, dis- rarely if ever disappoints. Except for that flaming Hot one. Yeah, that wasn't great. They knew that wasn't great, though. That was a novelty. That was a complete gimmick. That was a gimmick. You see, they started pulling a uh, Pocky one chip off the shelf. Because then a kid die or something? Yeah, I almost te- died. Yeah, teenager died. That's thanks. So, From what? Heart attack or something, probably? I don't know. Not sure. Yeah. But, yeah, they started yanking them. Right. Huh? Get out of here with that. Yeah, I mean, no that company's Pocky. gonna get sued to probably to fucking oblivion over that. But, no, but they, they have, have warnings on it. Yeah. They have disclaimers. Right. Sometimes, you know, just some people aren't tough enough to handle a hot chip. I puked. You, you certainly. Maybe I would have died did. if I didn't. Is that audio still around? Yeah, oh yeah, I think I still have it. All right. I mean, it's it definitely made cool. the air. No, it didn't. Well, the episode did. I just cut out the, you the cut sound out the, of yeah, me puking. Yeah. I oh. think I still have the raw cut. Yeah. Get Disgusting. Um, What's up, man? Not much, man? I mean, lots in terms of wrestling, but not much in terms of my personal life. Not much in terms of life? Yeah. Good. That's good. You know, it's everything's quiet. quiet and basic and, you know, we have the... Sounds of fans behind us. Maybe some thunder rolling in as the thunder rolls. Uh, That's the only, like, one of the only country songs I like. Yeah. That's it. Remember the music video? It was tough. It was a little hard to watch. I don't remember it. It was a man beating his wife. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all right. It was like a, and it would cut to, like, Garth Brooks, like, singing in the rain, and then it would cut back to some dude. I don't think it was played by Garth Brooks. Maybe it was played by Chris Gaines. I don't know. Uh <laughs> Uh, just just doing a domestic all over that music video. Doing a domestic. Yeah. So, which, um, I don't know why. Does the song, I don't know if the song, I don't know if I have to look at the lyrics. This isn't We Need Garth Brooks, so. I certainly don't. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I'm older. You are. Happy I, happy birthday. I, I, thank you. birthday. I'm an old man now. Tuesdays are birthdays on Tuesdays this, this yeah, year. Yeah, we're, we're the Tuesday babies. We are. Um, I'm bit to hell. 
Me too. Thank you, Mosquito Bites. Right. Oh, my God. It's a birthday present for the both of us Dude, on your birthday. I'm just, destroyed. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm absolutely annihilated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gross. Oh, this is bad. It's terrible. Yeah. This is real bad. Yeah, I'm mostly miserable because of it. Oh, yeah. this sucks. I'm it's tough. fucking itching right now. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Other than that, man, how are you? Uh, I'm good, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> You know, birthday was good. I mean, I spent it with you, so. Yeah. Well, then, of course, it was good. Birthday birthday with the family yesterday yeah, was man. good. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. That yeah. was awesome. Good. They're, they're the coolest. Yeah. Um, are, any of the, are any of your nephews into wrestling yet? Professional wrestling? Um, Luke is kind of starting to dabble. Okay. Which I was like, I'm going to get my hooks in this one. Yeah, I, 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 I understand that LA Knight appeals to the children. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, All right. Well, yeah. Man. I'll have to get his eyes on some LA Knight then. I saw a clip that was going around Twitter of like some kids and like working on a ring. They were real little and like uh, they were like pretending to have gimmicks or whatever. And the one kid got in the ring and he was like, the, he's like, I'm the whatever, whatever. But he just did LA. He's like, let me talk to you. And All right. So, but he wasn't like, I'm LA Knight. He was like, I'm. He speaks to the youth. Whatever. And then he was like, so. All right. So I respect LA Knight. It, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything's cool. Uh, I've just been like helping my uncle out all yeah, week because right. I'm off all week. You are, so it's true. Today I had my uh, my hot water heater went. Oh, that stinks! So we had to go buy a new one, and I had to help him out putting that in. Oh yeah, you guys put it in yourself. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, which what a fucking ghetto job. But you yeah, know. well, you have hot water. I have hot water. Works, don't it? Exactly. There it is. Hey, as long I've, as it doesn't explode. No, we're good, man. So. Um, yeah, we went to a different place to get a hot water heater oh, yeah. because the ones we've been getting, they've seemed to only been lasting for like two years oh. from Home Depot. Yeah, that's a bummer. So you, know, this, if you buy nine, you get the 10th free. Well, so this one, we went to a different spot and we got a uh, six-year warranty on oh, it. All right, there you go. So just to case, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ours went a couple years ago. Yeah, they're I don't, have the, I don't have the skills to do that oh, that job yeah. myself. Plus, uh, well, our, ours are is propane, so oh okay, it's a little tougher, I think. Yeah, no, man, ours is so, it was easy. Nice, good. It took took a little while just because I had to, you know, I'm lunging everything around. And sure. Then, oh yeah, because he's because he's he, still he in, in, infirm. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm here for. It's true. But other than that, I'm good, man. All right, pal. I'm good. Well, let's uh, uh let, let's get into into wrestling because. Uh, anything happened this week? Do we know of anything? Or we, anything? Do you, do you recall any big news happening at all? Look in my eyes. I like this. My soft ballad. I don't remember the rest of the lyrics right now. What do you see? The cult of personality. That personality for sure. Uh, I know your anger. So we're not scooping and booping this. I know it. your dreams. <laughs> We're not scooping and booping in any capacity here. I'll be everything you want to be. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. You might have to pitch correct that. No, I, I don't know how to do that. That's just what it's going to happen. Sorry, Dwicky, for uh, fucking making yours bleed. I sang, I just sang earlier, I I sang on uh, Wings on Wings that's coming out next week, too. So we're just two singing boys. What did you, what'd you sing? I don't remember. Uh, when a Man Loves a Woman, which is the spoilers for everyone for next week. Yes, because the episode was When a Man Loves a Donut. Oh, that's right. Yeah, what a stupid So I, I did my best Percy Sledge slash probably close to a Michael Bolton impression, uh, which I will not be doing here. Wow. Um, tune in to Wings on Wings, which I hear is a good show. Um, that's the hot word. It's the hot ticket around town, apparently. Uh, I own the Studio Network at stbnnetwork.com. Uh, 
Uh, at, at <coughs> underscore wings on wings on social media, wings on wings podcast at gmail.com. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Wings on wings. Everywhere your wings are sold. Um, so yeah, so we're not scooping and boobing this by any means. In fact, today when I was thinking about it, I felt like that we talked about this last week. Sure didn't, because uh, this happened on Saturday. But this happened on, was it Saturday? It wasn't Sunday morning? Oh, Saturday. Saturday. Because uh, got it, it got uh, addressed on Collision. Right, oh, right. The video came out on Collision, right. So, uh, CM Punk, Pepsi Phil, Phil from Chicago. Uh, Phil. Philip Jack Brooks. Phil, is, is Jack his middle I, name? I don't know. Uh, that'd be cool. That makes him cooler than he actually is, I think. Um, are you gonna look it up? Yeah. Uh, has been terminated from AEW. Terminated on site. It's the hot topic. I, Phil I think Jack Brooks. Look is at it that. really? Yeah. Oh wow! I yeah. feel like he made that up That's just to sound cooler. Phil Jack. Maybe he'll come back as Jack Brooks. I'm Jack Brooks. PJ Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Again, everybody has talked about this. So I think ev- oh, just about everybody has already run this through the loop. Multiple times, sure. Um, but now it's our turn, uh, and we have a—I'm not going to say unique perspective because I don't think a, there's a unique perspective that necessarily exists in wrestling podcasting anymore. No. No. Uh, we're also not going to reveal any information and then delete the podcast and the tweet that I sent out about how I've been having secret conversations with PC on Punk this whole time. Fucking hillbilly. Um, but um. We do come from a from a, a little bit of a different perspective because uh, you are a very big fan of CM Punk. I am. I am Phil Pill. Uh, and while I am on Phil's side in this whole ordeal, <laughs> it's only because he's up against people that I loathe. <laughs> yeah. I could take or leave CM Punk. He's certainly entertained me in matches. He's certainly entertained me in promos. He's certainly entertained me with his bullshit. You were taking and him in AEW, right? You, he right. won you over. He was man. doing. He was. It was the best I've ever seen him. It was the biggest I've ever and most I've ever enjoyed him. I never call myself a fan necessarily, although I do kind of want that new Ultimate because it's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure not pre-ordering it because that's never going to get. It's never going to fucking get here. Um, but. Uh, so we do bring that sort of dynamic here um, because, like, he, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, he's a pretty big entryway for you to a lot of stuff, too, right? Um, Like, he was, like, like, did you know him on the indies or were you, like, just WWE? Because you're no, younger than I me, knew, so. I knew him in Ring of Honor. Yeah, okay. Like, I remember. I don't know when his run stops and, like, you're, like, four or five years younger than yeah, me. Yeah, so, like, I remember. Um, I mean, it was stuff where I had to order from RF Video sure. in order to see it, okay. you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, I remember the big deal, him signing with the company. Yeah. The whole Summer of Punk. Like, Did you I, ever see him on the indies? Never saw no, him. No, okay. No, I was too right. young. Yeah, that's why I just, I, I don't have <clears throat> a good, I don't know when he signed yeah. with the E. I don't have that in my brain. Yeah, properly. it was, um, was it 2005 or, was it 2005 or 2006? Okay. I was still in high school. That makes sense. Um, I saw him around 03, 04, so, in, in Ring of Honor and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, so... Phil's been around for a while. Sure. I've always been a fan of Phil. Right. Um, I always loved his stuff on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, him behind the scenes is obviously an well, issue. And, and so, you know, that that's another thing that... He's a fucking psychopath. Right. And, and this is another interesting thing that adds to sort of our perspective on this, is that while you're a CM Punk fan, uh, you know... And, you know, he is one of your favorite guys. Absolutely. Right? Uh, you are not 
a, uh, I'll say this, completely uh, unreasonable human being. No. <laughs> and I'm you can not. look at him with actual eyes I and sure be can. like, this yes. is a messy bitch. He is, he's a, he's, who, he's a fucking crazy person. Who puts a lot of shit in front of him yeah. <laughs> that he has a hard time working his way out of. You can't constantly be the guy getting wronged when <laughs> right. it's happening this many times. <laughs> right. It right. can't happen. When you've left every company you've ever worked <laughs> for in almost the exact same circumstance, it might not be everybody. Yeah. And I... Oh, Phil. And, well, and I don't... Coming from the other side of it, I still don't necessarily blame him, right? I, was he in the wrong? Yeah, because you can't beat anybody up at work uh, these days. <laughs> can you, though? Uh, no, not, not, not yeah. and keep your job, right? It's professional wrestling. You're a bunch of fucking carnies. It is, but the industry is wildly different now. Ain't like it was right. when I was growing up. Like, right. It's not... You know, fucking clarinets era, you know. Um, so, you know, it, it, did, did the hammer come down on punk? Yes. Should the hammer have come down on other people a little more? Yes. Yes, it should have. Um, but the, the the bad faith actors in the other side of this situation, oh, the Young Bucks, and again, a lot of people sort of, oh, cope and all other shit people are saying, a lot of people coping on Twitter and all that. Yeah. Um, the Young Bucks played the long game, in my opinion, really smart here. Yeah, and they're right? gigantic crybabies. Right, and they're and I hate the Young Bucks. Like, it's like Joe Spost always says it, like, you know, my enemy or my enemy's enemy, sure. like, you, you know, like, it's just what it is. Like, it's, there's very few people in the world that I would be like, I'm on CM Punk's side, and the top two on the list are the fucking Young Bucks, right? Yeah. Um, and they, you can't tell me that they didn't play the long game on this to push a fragile man to the edge, right? Yeah. You can't tell me that the Young Bucks didn't suggest to their cronies to, to needle somebody on the social media or see what you can get away with on TV. Um, you know, and even Tony Khan, to a level, had a hand in that the first time he was suspended. And when he was, when he, after a brawl out, when he was gone, the first thing he did was put Colt Cabana back on TV. Yeah. Which like is that was, which could be perceived as a jab. Yeah, oh, particularly. Like everybody called that was going to happen. Right. Particularly if you're an ultra paranoid person like CM Punk is. Yeah, yeah. Right. And we talked about this a bit last week. But, like, even if the Young Bucks had nothing to do with it and weren't playing a longer game on this. And I'm not saying there's some psychological masters or, like, criminal masterminds. I just think they knew to whatever they were doing, just like when they leaked to the dirt sheets. I think they know to keep th two to three, maybe four people in between them sure. and what they want done, right? Um, so, I, I, even if they weren't involved and didn't have that sort of pressure, you can't look at what, what CM, it's CM Punk's life and completely deny like that they were involved. Like Everything that happened to CM Punk... If there was even the thinnest line drawn back to the box or hangman, whatever, um, you can't blame CM Punk for making that connection. He's yeah. a he's a paranoid, messy man. He's a crazy person. But like when the when his travel gets fucked up, and the guy on Twitter who's saying he's in charge of AEW travel is liking anti Phil tweets and appears on or is friends with the Young Bucks and may, may or may not have appeared on Being the Elite. I don't watch it because that's a show for losers. Um, you can't blame the guy for drawing that connection, even yeah. if he is crazy and a little paranoid. Even like, even right? if at the end of the day, it's not when like it right. has nothing to do with when, it. Uh, you look at it and you go, right. 
Yeah, I mean, I'd probably right. make that connection, right. too. The day after he's fired and they run a pay-per-view and the elite do being the elite and Kenny grabs a bottle of a dark liquid with a blue label. And I understand it was a water bottle. Yeah. But, like, that the connection is there because otherwise what's he drinking? Right. I, I didn't even see it. I yeah. just saw the, the scuttlebutt about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, I don't Right, care. and it's clearly a water bottle. You know, like, whatever. But, like... He, he's backstage, he's like, I need a drink of something, and he grabs a water bottle and it's full of brown liquid that looks like cola. Okay. And he drinks it, and it has a blue label, which the water bottle probably had. Yeah. And he drinks it, and he's like, oh, what is this? What is this disgusting thing, or whatever? And then, like, puts it down, spits it out, or whatever. And it's like, I could certainly see that this was supposed to be Pepsi, because they don't address what it is. Oh, uh, okay. He just drinks it and, play, and, like, says how gross it is. And they don't say, like, well, what was it, or anything. It's just, oh, there's a bottle of brown liquid with a blue label that Ugh. Kenny Omega... And again, if it's nothing, it's nothing but in a man but in a, a man who is being uh who is in the middle of a feud with these guys you can't say that that isn't necessarily a shot you can't say that it is but you can't say that it's not either yeah and then it's just up to how your interpretation is and phil historically in his career has enemies everywhere he looks whether they're real or no perceived. doubt man i've always said that guy <laughs> it, he doesn't just like you know burn a bridge right. he blows it up right. and like flips yeah. you off while doing right. it like yes that's just yeah. who he is right um you Go know ahead. yeah so it uh i'm not thrilled about it sure i don't think many people are thrilled about it i i, I think um, i think it definitely hurts the company yeah uh i think we talked about this too you know no matter how much tony khan feels he can recover and i'm sure he will and I want AEW too. Absolutely. And I think they've made the right steps, which we'll talk about later, to potentially do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and whatever you say about Collision, we joke we're colliders here and the ratings aren't great and whatever. Um, that show was given to Phil. Yeah. For Phil. Yep. Right? Uh, and there's another side of that that I'll talk about in a second. But, like, it hurts the company to not have him there because there is the potential for Collision to not exist. Right? Possibility. If ratings come out over the next month and they go up, then all right, then that's fine, right? Well, and it's going to be tough now because it's college football. It's right here, right? So. And and they and I definitely think Warner Brothers takes that into consideration and understands that that's what's there, right? Yeah. Um, because it's not a great time slot, really. It's not a prime time time slot that it used to be. No. Um, so I think they'll have that sort of adjustment. And it's up to the network. And we always said that, too. Like, everybody monitors ratings and who gives a shit because the network's clearly happy. They're number one, you know, yeah, whatever. Sure. So, it's more sort of a standings thing where they stay on that. But there is big potential for big backlash to hurt this company without Phil. Um, I I absolutely think they were justified in firing him. Um, you know, especially, you know, uh, if, you know, I mean, it, <laughs> he, he knocked a dude. If he choked a dude out and was... Uh, it was in such a rage that he was unable to be to be responsive to anyone trying to snap him out of it. That's a dangerous fucking situation. I want to see that tape. Right. That, right. That's going to be like a wrestling tape. holy yes, grail now. Absolutely, it's the new Tom McGee. Somebody needs to fucking leak right. it and leak it quick. Right. And then and the other side of that is the Tony Khan thing, uh, and you know, uh, coming out having the thing on TV saying that he was fearful for his life. And I think that was more of a legal angle that he was told to take. I know, but oh my um, god. But again, the dude's not a fighter. He's not a tough guy. He's a scrawny little guy. I understand, but you know, ugh, what a fucking... Ugh. It doesn't bother me that much. It's just what it is. I don't know, man. Uh, I just come from a different world, I guess. I'm sure he was scared. 
you know, I'm sure he <coughs> felt threatened, especially if they the people are saying he launched at Punk or Punk launched him. I mean, yeah. and all that stuff, right? Was he was he afraid for his life? Uh, like, I think that's a bit of a stretch. I think that was more legalese that he was told to say. I'm sure. Um, but you know, again, he's not. This isn't a guy who, who wrestles. This isn't a guy. This isn't a former wrestler. This isn't a tough guy in any way. Uh, and the business is changed. You know, uh, wrestlers in WWE aren't fighting backstage either. Like, it doesn't really exist in the world yeah. anymore. Hachtui um, to that. So, and, I, you know, as much as, you know, I like to say it's not like it was, and I do wish that the wrestlers did more cocaine uh, and there was more sort of the old school way of everything, uh, wrestling is probably better off as a business the way it is now. Sure. Um, you know, because it's not uh, – it still is a traveling circus, but it's not as much of a traveling circus as it once was, yeah. right? Um, and is Tony Khan a little bitch? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yes. But nobody expected any less of him, right? If, like, if if it was Bill Watts running this company and Bill Watts was like, I was threatened, my life felt threatened. Then you're yeah. like, come on, Bill, let's get over this. Um, but this is a, a scrawny little little boy billionaire, you know, money mark, uh, who's running a company who still kind of runs it like a money mark, right? Yeah. Uh, we learned at the presser that Jungle Boy has been suspended indefinitely. Uh, probably, I would have removed them also. Uh, yeah, I mean, I probably would have uh, said, uh, hey, right. who the fuck are you? I would have, right. <laughs> I would have said, you know, this is, you did this on the, there's a bunch of sides of this. I'm going to cover most, as many as I can. But um, I would have said, hey, uh, you could have just shut the fuck up on the biggest show of our, yep. of our lives. Uh, and none of this would have happened. Yep. Um, and, uh, that would have, and, and said, you're, you're fired. Like, you know, yeah. and, and do, you know, you're welcome back if you prove to us that you've grown up. Yeah. Right. You're fired. Go make money on the Indies. Right. Go to NXT if you want. Right. Exactly. Like, go see what you're doing. You're, you're done. For we'll, now. we'll, we'll consider you in a little bit when you come on back. Right. Yeah. So the uh, thunder, um, but on the, the weird, so not weird, but the other side of this is, and this is the most interesting side, is like, there's a couple, right? Why did AEW let this happen? Yeah. There's a lot so, different that they could have right, done. Because it's not, it wasn't a secret that CM Punk and Jungle Boy were beefing. Dude, I'll even right? take it back further. Yeah. Uh, at the press conference. Mm-hmm. Brawl out, whatever. Sure. Tony Khan mm-hmm. should have just said, "Hey, right, I know you're upset, mm-hmm. but we can't do this. Right. We can't be doing this." Out and in front instead, of he sat back and just just sat there and bit. took it. Right? Yes. Um, you know, there's. Even I don't think he ever thought there would, it would escalate like it did, but he should have nipped it in the bud. Still, right then and uh-huh. there, dude. Enough. I we agree. can't. Absolutely. We can't do this, mm-hmm. um, especially not here. No. Right. Like, if we all want to go after this and sit backstage mm-hmm. and have a meeting right. about it, yep, all this could have been avoided. Absolutely. Um, so a lot of it right there falls on sure. Tony Khan. Yep. Um, you well, know, A lot of it falls on the way AEW is structured, and Tony Khan's at the head of it, and Tony Khan is, takes a lot of control of it. Yeah. And he's not doing – he doesn't have a lot of things in place that he should have in place. Yeah. And partially it's because you're such a big fan of punk. So we let him do a little bit more than he absolutely. probably should have. Yeah, absolutely. He was a little, he was a little 
little big eyed about having sure. his favorite wrestler there. Uh, of course, and it was it was a big deal, right? No doubt, right? Massive deal. Uh, if I ran a wrestling company and Terry Funk, God rest his soul, walked in, I'd be like, Terry, do whatever you want. Yeah, you know, um, that could have been Terry, not as problematic, but that anyway. could have been nipped. Yes, though, right? Uh, there's other things with you know now because I saw you Steel got released today. Sure. Um, which is because then there was a report like last month they were thinking about opening up like a center in Florida for him, like for he's still like train people or huh, whatever. Okay, and I was like, probably would have been a good idea, yeah, but you know, yeah. Um, they have the Nightmare Factory still, though. Is that theirs though? That's well, Dustin's, and they, I mean, that's yeah, I don't you know, know. Um, Dustin's affiliated. It all of this could have been avoided, um, yeah, you know, for sure. The Young Bucks refusing to sit mm-hmm. and have a meeting right. with Punk. Yeah. Then that right then and there to me, yeah. as Tony Khan, mm-hmm. I would have said, okay, you're not willing to do right. what it takes to, for right. this company to succeed. We no, no longer need you. Right. Nobody in this business or nobody in this company were willing to do what was best for the company. Yeah. And, you know, believe whoever story you want, the general consensus from every side was mm-hmm. it seemed like Punk was the one trying to extend the olive branch. Right. Trying to apologize. Sure. Was remorseful for the press conference and everything like that. Um, The other side of it were just, no. Well, and Kenny said. I don't want to. Kenny was willing, but they did a united front. Kenny was willing. Yes. Kenny often said, like, I wish right. you nothing but the best. Right. Like, and and yeah. Kenny was more understanding of, hey, right. this type of stuff happens. Right. Right. Um, and even Hanger, although while he did do it, take a couple of jabs, but Punk jabbed at him, so that was a little back and forth. Yeah. Hanger kind of stayed out of it, for he, the mo- at least publicly. He kept quiet, which the, was probably for the, the best. The driving force were the Young Bucks. Yeah. They're and the well, ones. It, them and their little cronies like right. Ryan Nevitt. I'm sorry. Right. Who the fuck are you? Right. Exactly. Um, Brandon Cutler. Yeah. Get the fuck out right. of here. You had literally nothing. Right. Uh, and now Jack Perry, which... Listen, I know everybody's like, whoa, well, he's been on TV consistently. Mm-hmm. And I don't give a shit. Right. Doesn't mean it's good. Right. Single Jack Perry, the most interesting he, he was is when Christian turned on him. Yeah. Like, I think Jack has, has a higher ceiling. I think they, they can get some, make something out of him in time. Yeah. This heel turn so far hasn't been good. That's nah, fine. Yeah, whatever. It's, just, it's, it's yeah. not good. It's flopping. Mm-hmm. It, was, um, it was very good when it started and it went nowhere. Yeah. Much like every program he's had. Uh, but he's young. And then for him to, you know, say what he said. and sure. It is. It's just very like, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. Why out of the biggest show of the year? Right. Here's where you decide to, to take your shot. Right. That, okay. And that's an interesting thing. And so, you know, and you said, you know, you would, you would tell the Young Bucks that you don't need them anymore. And while I wouldn't have at any point necessarily fired them. I certainly would have taken their EVP status off of them. I would have let their contracts expire. Um, right. And they said, people are saying that them re-signing is one of the, that, that upset Punk too, right? That they got re-signed. Um, and I think uh, Tony has a tough decision and there is a, an argument to be made that you have to re-sign the Bucks. We hate the Bucks. I don't like them. Sure. But they, they are popular, albeit less popular than they were. Yeah. But they are popular and they worked a really good angle. Their group name is the name of the fucking company. Right? Sure. So, you know, what's all elite wrestling without the elite? Lots of people are going to say that. Right. Better. So, right. I agree. But a lot of people don't. We are, we're definitely in the minority on that. 
Um, which is unfortunate, but it's kind of what it is, right? Um, and I think Tony had, they, they worked that position the right way, saying like, well, WWE, and we'll bury you on TV. Yeah. You know, cause they won't be like, like Cody is, where Cody's relatively classy about the whole thing. Sure. They won't be like that. They're petty little bitches. Yeah. Um, and it is hard to sort of separate my lifetime distaste for them. Yeah. Out of this situation. Um, but the thing that I think is is the most fascinating from the recent standpoint is Jungle Boy doing that on the biggest show of the year, right? Is really it's a really dumb fucking move. Yeah. Uh, and besides that, like it, it, if you go back and talk about the glass thing where Shivani told him no, and the agents told him no, and medical told him no, and he refused to listen, and then he and then Punk had to come into it. AEW should have had systems in place. Where punk, they never even got to Punk. Punk shouldn't even feel obligated to do that. Yeah. Um. And you know, and, and like, I think one of the dumbest things in 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 WWE history is wrestler court. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so, so stupid, fucking stupid, yeah. right? So I'm not saying like, oh, well, there should be a wrestler court. There cert- certainly shouldn't be, no, right? It's but real, AEW real needs to have more people in place. And if Jungle Boy refuses these people, then you say, okay, go home. Right? Because if I'm at work and HR comes to me and says, hey, you're acting a fool yep. and we don't want you to act a fool while you're employed here, please stop. And I look at HR and I say, I'm not going to stop. They'll say, go home. Yeah. And I know that it's wrestling and it's different, right? I'd love to know who agented the hook right. Jungle Boy so, match. And maybe Jungle Boy clear with somebody, maybe he didn't. But the other, the biggest failing in all of that is even if Jungle Boy does do this on his own, goes into business himself and whatever, right? Who's the brainiac that made sure the first person CM Punk sees when he, when Jungle Boy walks backstage is Jungle Boy? Yeah. Or vice versa, the first person Jungle Boy sees is CM Punk. I know Punk's match is up next. Yep. Which you can move, right? But you, it's not, it's public knowledge that they're beefing. Yeah. It's everywhere that they have a problem with each other, yep. right? And you're all watching the fucking monitors. Yeah. That it's not like he went through the glass and immediately walked backstage. There's time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, okay, and let's even say, and Joe and I talked about this, and I was stealing a little bit from him. So, if he talks about it on it, it's just know oh, that it's Joe. You. But whatever. Um, even if, maybe they put a couple people between them and CM Punk marched through those people or Jungle Boy pushed through those people. That's still on AEW to make sure that the two people backstage who aren't getting along Stay fucking separated on the biggest night of your fucking company's history, right? You would think. And they didn't do that. And that's such a boneheaded fucking thing, right? You had a big miss with Brawl Out, where you didn't keep that apart, and Tony, like, let it happen, essentially. You should have learned, right? And they didn't. So Punk, of course he gets upset, because the dude he's beefing with, who, t- who looks like he's taking a shot at him, yeah. is the first fucking person he sees when the show starts yep. on the biggest night of company history. It's insanity. It's such it is it such sure a is. bad thing by the company, right? Yeah. And then, like, until that video comes out, and I don't think it ever will. I think legally they're not going to be able to show that video ever. Maybe it'll get leaked. Maybe Sean Ross Sapp will talk to the right live, fucking person. Live leak, brother. Right? But we will not know exactly what happened until no, we actually of, saw of it, right? So that's with anything. Right. So, like, we don't know, like... How, you know, if monitors fell on Tony Khan or how scared he was or how enraged CM Punk was or how sniveling <laughs> young uh, Jungle Jack yeah. was, we'll never know. And everybody's stories gonna be fucking different. And you saw how much the Miro narrative changed in like when somebody just started oh, fucking listening, quick. right? <laughs> right. 
So, like, we'll never actually know. Yeah. So, the only thing we can actually say is that AEW, and through AEW, Tony Khan, who takes responsibility, I would say, for more of this company than he probably should. Because he's a money guy, and he's a fucking fan. He's a mark, if you will. It sort of, in a lot of ways, falls on him. Not not 100% of the blame. Yeah. But he let things fall into motion that he could have very easily predicted or prevented. Yeah. If he just fucking thought about him for five minutes or had somebody else fucking think about him for five minutes, right? You also work in a company where your president or vice president of talent relations and Christopher Daniels shows up to a show on a Saturday and one of your talent is able to say, go home. Yeah, that's a mess. Right? And that, again... It falls on the structure of your fucking company. Yeah. And then the other point on top of all that, and this is a, this is a fill point uh, that, that I may lose you here, and that's fine. But the other side of that, Tony Khan did not do enough to prevent and proactively try to make sure these things didn't happen, right? Because people aren't going to get along. You don't have to get along with everybody you work with. Of course not. Just have the wherewithal to keep them apart uh, or whatever, right? CM Punk was given his own show, was able to pick his own roster, (laughs) and he still couldn't make it fucking work. So here's my counterpoint. Yeah. Was it he was given his own show, or was it other people didn't want him on Dynamite? Um, well, I think think a little bit of both. I think think it's pretty clear from Warner Brothers' statements when it was happening that that they felt that they really liked the idea of CM Punk... Having his own show and being on top of it. They wanted him to be, like, the focal point. Sure. Absolutely. Right. No doubt. Mm-hmm. But how much of it was, hey, we Warner Brothers saying, okay, you have this dude who's clearly a moneymaker. Yeah. He, you don't want to use him over here or people don't want to work over here. Sure. So now, like, we have to give you another two hours. Yeah. So you do wonder, okay, how much of it was Warner well, uh, saying it and how much was it? Oh, well, if he's here, we're not going to be right. here. Right, and I agree that that childish behavior is there. It's there. But, but I don't know how much that affects. <laughs> when, once you have collision and Punk is insulated with only his friends on the roster, sure. he does a hard brand split. The company does, doesn't does want to, but ends up doing a hard brand split for him, essentially. media A medium, medium density I'll give you brand medium. split yeah. for him, right? Uh, and, you know... So, while the catalyst may be, these guys can't work together, but, but they're both going to make money, we want to have two shows, and Warner Brothers goes along with that because they're very happy with it, Punk is still essentially on an island and still finds ways to cause problems, you know? And, like, it, they're, and that's sort of why they're both to blame, because Punk could have very easily let at least one thing roll off his back, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, and, you know, it's tough. Like, and, and, and I get it, and it's tough, and he's a paranoid, crazy yeah, person, he right? Isn't, he's not. But, like, if, you know, he very much could have said, you know, and this is like devil's advocate, this is sort of their sharing the blame, but he could have said at any point, ah, if Jungle Jack goes through glass, not really my fucking problem, right? Uh, if Hangman takes a shot at me on dynamite, that's over there, I don't have to give a shit about it, right? Um, because there, it does take two. So if the Young Bucks and Hangman or whatever are just on Dynamite spouting off and piss people off, for sure, right? I get being pissed and whatever. 
But if he just sat down and was able to say, well, they're over there. There's a wall between us. Yeah. And I'm over here. Let them look like the crazy people yap- yapping at the sky. And I will just ignore the shit out of them. Punk Phil has the inability to do that. And I understand. Yeah, most pro wrestlers right. won't do that. I understand. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, you know, Punk is that, like, half a generation before those guys. Sure. So, you know, uh, raised in the business by Harley Race. Yeah. Right? Like, raised in the sort of taking after those guys, those guys instilling them into Learned, him. He learned a lot right? differently. And the Young Bucks are from a, from a half a generation that is in, almost entirely different. Yeah. Um, but, like, there is merit in letting shit go. Sure. And that is not who Phil is as a person. No, he does not let anything and go. knowing that he's like that as a person, there could have been, and or should have been, more fail-safes in place. And, I'm, and it's hard to say that because then you're like, well, when does the fail-safes end? When sure. do we stop it, right? Is, do, do we have, does it have to be 100? Is 50 enough? Is 10? We have three. Yeah. Did we need five? If, what if five didn't work, do we need 10? So that it's always a what if, right? And we're never going to know the whole story. We're never no. going to know what fucking happened. No. Um, but I will 100% believe, and you can't convince me otherwise, that this is a detriment to the company. Yeah. That the company is going to be down for a few months before they figure it back out. You just lost your biggest merch mover right. by a lot. Exactly. And they're um, not hurting for money. No, that's a big factor, though, man. It's a big factor. Right. moving merch. Right. But it's, that's, it's not going to put them in debt. Losing no, him. But you know, they're still making money on games. You a lot of money. You have a lot of that. people moving merch, but you are definitely not making <clears throat> as much as you were. Yeah. And you're probably going to turn away some fans. I think that'll recover. Yeah. I see a lot of people yelling in, come on, well, this arena in three weeks only sold half their tickets. They always make that up. They they yeah. they always sell I, okay. I, you know, I don't know too much about the ratings shit anymore. I don't look, yeah, into, I don't, it. I don't look into it at all. But really. I saw with like, once the announcement was made mm-hmm. on Collision on Saturday, they said like ninety thousand people tuned out. Okay, which that's a lot. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I, I think from what I remember seeing, that's like a little under a quarter of their audience. Yeah, which you know. So, but that also means they were only drawing like four or five hundred thousand every week, well, and that's and not great. Well, and again, college football's back. Well, but that's so, uh, historically though yeah. throughout the summer they're not they're not yeah. drawing great because it's not a great time no, slot. Saturday eight o'clock, it's right. really it's not, not a great time slot. Um, yeah, I just think I, it is. You know, the elite have a hand in this. For sure. Punk has a hand in this. AEW as a company has a hand in this. Right. And the elite have a hand in this and are suffering basically nothing for it. Yeah. They're just and that's and that's the biggest issue. Uh I wouldn't have re-signed them to a giant contract no. if I was Tony. I think Tony panics. I think Tony and everybody's saying this and we talk about this. Tony needs a bad guy because he can't do this shit himself. No, he needs a bad guy. Um I would have I would have let them try and walk and see. Like, let WWE throw all the money at him. Yeah, go them. ahead. I just, I, you know, and the only reason why the Young Bucks got re-signed was because they didn't want to lose Kenny and yeah. maybe Hanger, yeah. right? I think the Young Bucks are expendable, but they convinced their friends to stick around. Um, but when it comes up to when the friends of the Bucks contracts are up, if I'm Tony Khan, I'm evaluating how much value a Brandon Cutler actually brings. Uh-huh. I'm a value. I'm looking at how much a Michael Nakazawa actually brings. Yeah. I'm looking at how much that travel guy actually brings to the company. Yep. Listen, you guys are under contract for for four or five years, whatever it is. Young Bucks were already talking about retiring. Kenny's wrestling once a month. Yeah. Like, you guys are all on the back end. Hanger's fine, right? Hanger's a draw. Again, I would keep Hangman. I would keep Kenny. They want Hanger in NXT. Go right ahead, buddy. Yeah. Um, 
but I would say you guys are under contract, so sit out if you want. Yeah. But a lot of your friends aren't coming back because I think they've given the, you've they've done too much against the company. Yeah. I sure as hell wouldn't have re-signed them as EVPs. I think that's a huge mistake. And something that Punk can lean in on and saying, I was, you know, whatever it was, yeah, I was an asshole. Yeah, and I got into a fight. But the other side of that fight were executives in this company. Yep. And, like, if I just beat the shit out of an executive, yeah, I deserve to be fired. But the fact that they fought me back, maybe they shouldn't be yeah. executives in a, in you a, know, and in there a was football that, company, in a wrestling company. There was that uh, audio clip of Mark Henry this week going around. Mm, so, don't know. Uh, so the clip wasn't, he's like, he does that busted open radio. Yeah. And, you know, he was, people, it's funny because they just, they read the words, they didn't listen to the clip. Oh, I did see this where he was, he was he being was sarcastic. so sarcastic. Yeah. He was saying, okay, problem's gone now, guys. Right, exactly. And everything's going to be all. And that's uh, a big point. Pissing rainbows and, you know, yeah, right. shitting glitter or whatever he mm-hmm. said. Yeah. He goes, all right. Problem's gone. Right. What, let's let's see yeah. what you're gonna do now, guys. If Apple allowed cursing in their same their their show titles, this episode would be called "Piss and Rainbows and Shit and Glitter." It should be. Yeah. Um. Yeah, though. Uh. I, you know, and then there's the talks where back in December, Punk was just over it. Right. And he was ready to leave. And he was ready to. He's he about saying, saying just, get, offer. just right. get me mm-hmm. out of here. I, sure. I, I don't want to be here. Right. Um. Do you think he shows up in WWE? Uh, I mean, I for sure don't think he shows up in Impact. Um, so the the sale for WWE and Endeavor, yeah. what all that, whatever. It's like they get finalizes whatever, right? either this weekend or next weekend. Yeah, so Trips is out of, off the board then. So there, <laughs> there's a big hurdle. So really, it's Nick Khan. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I hard to say because um, it him showing up at the Royal right, Rumble, right? Because here's the thing, um. I don't watch WWE. I don't like WWE's product. You know, uh, a lot of reasons why I don't watch it. Uh, but but the main reason is because like I just I don't have a connection to the product. I don't like the way they shoot things. I don't like the way it looks. Uh, they have good matches, I'm sure. I'm just not that interested in the product, right? Um, and it's not like uh, yeah, I really do enjoy AEW. But if AEW went away, I wouldn't go back to watching WWE. But uh, I'm not gonna say I'm this man right now. But I remember. When I was much pettier of a person. You're still very petty. <laughs> and thank you. And <laughs> the petty me would adore having CM Punk show up on WWE TV mm-hmm. and air his grievances about that other company. I would say, here's the microphone. Right. Say what you want. Right. Gripe bomb two, gripe bomb <laughs> six, whatever it is. <coughs> the griping. Um, I think, you know, uh, I, I think the problem is is that, you know, Phil is marked as a bit of a locker room poison. And is sure. there people back there? Is, would that situation happen again in the WWE? Uh, I would like to think that the wrestlers in the locker room have a little more structure and a little more adult than the fucking Young Bucks and Ryan Nemeth. Yeah, I there's think a reason so. why these guys have had careers like they have. You know, there's a lot of reasons why a lot of these guys are wrestling into their 40s uh, without ever getting a look or a deal, right? Yeah. Yep. And, you know... Yeah, there's there's a reason a guy like Eddie Kingston isn't. It's because he doesn't have the body that WWE likes. There's a reason why Orange Cassidy didn't. It's because he's not tall enough. Sure. Right? Um, but the Bucks, they've tried, and it just doesn't work out. Right? Yeah. Kenny's one way or the other. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I think Punk going there uh, surrounded by people who 
in a lot of cases in that locker room were never on the indies, so don't have that sort of indie grudge and whatever yeah. about themselves. So probably. I don't know how long it would last. I don't know that Punk likes wrestling. I don't know that he ever started actually liking wrestling again. I know he told people he did. Yeah. But I don't know that he ever did. I think he liked the paycheck he was getting from wrestling, I mean, who and he liked the reaction. Yeah. But I don't know that he actually ever fell in love with wrestling like the way he was when he was younger. You know? Yeah, it's but, tough. But uh, he's also petty. You know? And... He also can collect a big fat fucking paycheck mm-hmm. for a very short term to go in WWE and have them take a shot at yeah at the at the alternate company. I think if Dana White has any say, that's happening. Oh, of course, because that yeah. Dana White is one of the pettiest people, and they have a good, him and Phil have a good relationship, right? Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, I'll tune in. I think you'll see it happen, but he did a lot of damage there. He. Did so and time heals all wounds. Vince, did, Vince, so did the Ultimate Warrior. Sure, and they welcomed him back. Sure, in a different capacity, but sure, he was still back. Yeah, they don't. They, they let other Hall of Famers go and cut a promo on TV. Vince will forgive for the sake of the business, right? He, you know, they put yeah. they put superstar in the Hall of Fame. They yeah, absolutely for yeah. the sake of the business, Vince will. Yes, yeah, you know, but it's different when a guy is welcome back. Welcome back. After his ability to be in ring is done versus someone who you want to have active in the locker room walking around all the time. It, sure. It's a different situation. He doesn't need to be a full-timer. He doesn't. He could work a little bit more than the Brock schedule. Sure. Uh, he could work with the Edge schedule. Mm-hmm. That, that's all you need. Right. Well, the, the other side of that, though, too, is that if there's enough guys in that locker room that aren't Phil fans, they will have a bigger say in WWE about whether or not he comes in. Guys like Kevin Owens, I don't know who what relationship they have with all these guys. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know he's close with the Bucks, so who knows? Right, but like guys like Kevin Owens, you know, guys who knew Phil on the Indies who might happen to be sure. there don't have a good opinion of him, and those guys do have more sway because they, you know, they've been in the company a long time and they're professional and they have a good relationship with Vince. They those guys can sway a little bit more because AEW very much is Tony's going to bring in whoever he wants. Yeah, when Tony wanted to bring in CM Punk. The Young Bucks were never happy about it from the beginning. Uh, they they were happy about you it. You think so? You Absolutely. think they were happy to work with him? You go look at one of Phil, like, his interviews and shit when he yeah. was, like, there. Those are two of the people that he want, He said he wanted to work with. Oh, really? Okay. There was, but the they said they wanted to work with him. There was interviews before okay. AEW where yeah. they even said that yeah. was, like, their dream was to work with him. Okay. Well, I mean, they, they, they got always it. very complimentary of each other. They got their uh, dream. Even Punk. There's, like, one. I think it was his, his like, year anniversary in AEW. Yeah. He put up a bunch of pictures like, this is, this is the best year of my career. Yeah. Made new friends, rekindled old ones. And one of the pictures is with him in the box. Yeah. You know? Hmm. So that shit went south sure. real quick. Sure did. So. Um, right. But either way. Me interesting. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it's fucking weird. Yeah. I don't know that it necessarily boosts WWE beyond being petty. Like, you know what I mean? Like, are the ratings going to get any actually higher? Like, you know, yeah. like, most of the people who watch AEW also watch WWE. Like, you know, it's not. So, like, yeah. I don't know that it, like, gives them this giant boost. Uh, I don't know that Phil is in a position to get a WrestleMania main event. You know, like, I don't know that he's that wrestler anymore. For well, there was the report that like he wanted to come back at the Rumble, right? Get eliminated by Kevin Owens, right. and him and Owens work a program, and then they sure. main event one of the nights of Mania. Sure, you know, because that and that's the thing. Punk never got to do that, and that also irks him, and he wants to do yeah. that. I don't know if Punk is that guy still, or WWE will ever view him as that guy still. Uh, but he's he's I, and if I was WWE, he's certainly worth a couple shots at AEW. Absolutely, 
you know, yeah. if, even if it's just six Bring months, you know. Bring so, him in on a six-month deal. Right. If it works out, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll bring How him for more. How did Cody get along? Uh, I have no idea. Right? Not sure. Because, like, Cody doesn't really necessarily get along with the Bucks anymore. Uh, yes, he does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When Oh, all, yeah. Cody's a liar. Yeah. When All Out happened and the Bucks, like, made all those Instagram posts, they yeah. posted the thing about Cody, and they're like, yeah, people don't think we're friends. Like, we're fucking okay. Okay. still great, well, like, great friends. Good you for know? them. It was uh, Cody, it was Cody and Omega fact. that had right. the issues. I think. I think if they do plan to bring him in, I think. I think Cody. I think. I think Kevin Owens, Brock, a lot of these guys have a. a they will at least be surveyed on whether or not you want him in or not. Want so him in or not? I know Brock and him would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They've like openly talked about it. They're like, yeah, yeah. like we're okay, friends. Good. You know. Good. So, but again, Brock's not a full time guy, right? And I don't know if Puck would be a full time right. guy. But you know, and like a lot of things, like there's a lot. I think uh, a po- I think WWE would ask a lot more people if they were okay with it, as, as more than AEW probably did. Yeah, uh, you'd have to get Heyman's approval. Oh, Heyman would bring him back so, in, in yeah. a heartbeat. He's, he's a Paul Heyman guy, brother. Yeah, but you know, yeah, it's tough. This is this is a big. This is probably bigger than anything. That like this is the biggest bridge he's ever burned. So people might hesitate. I don't know. We'll see. But I, if I was a betting man, I'd bet a small amount of money that we see him at least once in WWE. Yeah, I think he'll be back. You know, I, I think I think yeah. we'll get an AEW bearing promo out of it. I agree. So. Um, well, enough about that. Yes, because that's been a while. It has been. Um, I guess we'll just talk about shit that we watched. Yes, that's, I mean that's what we do on this show. <laughs> we'll um, talk about the week of professional wrestling. All right, so. Saturday, WWE held a premium Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, General Adnan died. We forgot to talk about that. That's right, because I don't know if you had that on your sheet or not. No, I don't have any news on my sheet because I I just Google pro wrestling news. Okay. So he died. Rest rest in peace. Rest in peace, General Adnan, LKC. I don't know anything about him. Do you know anything about him? Uh, Hold on. It's a top story. Yeah, I mean, he was in the Triangle of Terror. Adnan bin Abdul Karim Ahmed Al-Khasi El-Farthi, who was also known as General Adnan, and Billy White Wolf in WWE. Yes. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter broke the news on Twitter. Nolan says, oh, he debuted in 1959 after an amateur wrestling career in Iraq and attending Oklahoma State University. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. I was Oklahoma. just fucking do that. <laughs> uh, he won the WWE tag titles with Chief J. Strongbow in 76, competed for AWA and New Japan. Uh, and in 1990, he returned to WWE and aligned himself with Sergeant Slaughter as the pro-Iraqi character. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. And he teamed up with Slaughter and Colonel Mustafa in a losing effort against Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Warrior, at SummerSlam 91. Triangle of Terror, baby. And he was a playable character in both WWE 2K15 and 2K16. Really? Yeah, apparently. So the fuck? Yeah, look at that. That's 84, weird. three years older than Iron Sheik, and they're both dead. They died the same year. That's sad. I smell conspiracy. Rest in peace, brother. Um... All right, so, yeah, I guess I'll talk about wrestling that I watched. So, yeah, Payback, uh, WWE Payback, two matches I watched. Okay. um, Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus in a steel cage match. Yes. They beat the goddamn shit out of each other. I saw a picture of Trish with, like, the big bruise in her forehead. Yeah. Couldn't tell if it was real or not. Oh, no, it was real. She had a big old gooser. Was it? Oh, we would let people blade. They wouldn't have to really hit themselves hard enough. Uh, match was awesome. Yeah, though. Well, they, you think I was having they were trying to split her hard way, and they just she got. Bruised. I wish they would have. That would have been Funny. sick. Um, but yeah, Becky wins that feud. Kaput. Yeah, yeah. is Trish going away now, 
Like, or is she going to stay an active member of the I, roster? Yeah, she'll probably go away. Yeah. You don't need her around all the time. Right. I love Trish Stratus. Yeah. Trust me. But I, I don't, isn't that a watch? I don't know that, like, sort of, like, she sort of came back and feud, had been feuding with Becky in one way or another yeah, since. Yeah, they've been feuding for a while. Uh, but I didn't know if this was like, uh, hey, I want to come back to wrestling, or it was just like, hey, we want you to feud with Becky and she's been having fun, no, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then Judgment Day, which was Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Okay. Had a Steel City Street fight against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. What does that mean? For the tag titles. I mean, it was just brawl all around the arena. KO okay. got busted hard way, which was cool. All right. Um, there was hockey jerseys, mm-hmm. hockey sticks. Is this where Steen took off his shirt and had a Funker shirt on? Yes. And then he put on a hockey jersey? Yes. And then okay. he did a swanton off of a balcony. I saw that. To, to, to maybe Don Mysterio through a table. Kind of. He overshot a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. That was gross. Steen, brother. Huh? Let's calm it down. Right. Um, but they lose the straps. Really? Finn Balor and Damian Priest are the new tag champs. That seems underwhelming. Everybody in Judgment Day has gold. Everybody. Maria's oh, the Tom's North champ. American champ Yeah, still? so they're all... Okay. They have all the gold. That's funny. Um, does And does does Priest still have the money in the bank? He sure does. Weird. Yep. Sure does. So they're going to double gold him up? Uh, and beat Sethi for the nothing title? I don't know. I Dude, that title sucks. Um, Monday Night Raw. Okay. Intercontinental title match. Wait, you said he had two matches from Payback. Did you? Oh, we talked about two of them. We We're did. not talking about the main event? No. I watched the end of that. The stinky doo-doo. Nothing to talk about. Okay. Uh, Monday Night Raw. I see title Gunther versus Chad Gable. Yep. Fucking rock. Heard it was man. great. Oh, yep. my God. Uh, seeing Chad Gable wrestle singles matches fires me up. Yeah. Because he is so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, and I love his finish as the chaos theory. Nice. Uh, but Gunther. Does he hit Gunther with it? That, he does. Yeah, that's, yeah, that must be crazy visual. Gunther wins. Big Van, Gu- Big Van, Van Walter. Big Van Walter. Uh, he wins with a lariat. Okay. Which as you kicks should. ass. Sure. Uh, he hits you with. Uh, what does he do? I know he hits you with a power bomb. And then he immediately lariats you, which fucking rocks. Nice. Um, officially. I know. Breaking. The yeah. Honky Tonk Man's record is yeah. the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. That's fine, I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I, I'm not happy about it. I don't have a dog in the fight because I don't watch. Uh, and you know, uh, WWE not one for nostalgia, and and it is a lot different. You know, it's the. I would love to see the amount of matches Honky wrestled in that time versus the amount of ra- matches Walter Gunther has wrestled during that time. And I like Gunther just fine. Uh, so those don't actually mean a ton, like. You know, look what they're doing with Roman. Like, he's breaking all kinds of records, too. Uh, so, I think, you know, they're kind of looking to update those records and make make the current guy seem a little more important. Sure. Uh, but, God, would I love to hear Wayne Ferris on a podcast right now. I'm or sure just, 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 just be a fly in his house where he's just punching holes in drywall and smashing dinner plates. I'm sure his response would be, I don't care, you fucking marks. Well, I, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure if you pushed him, he would have plenty more to say. I don't but, know. Uh, I, uh, uh, listen, uh, Gunther can have the, 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 the numbers. He can have the days. Does not change the fact that the Hong Dog Man is the single greatest intercontinental champion of all time. So. Sure is. Uh, and I don't, I don't know that anybody will ever be able to change my mind on that. Um, but good for him. At least it's a good wrestler. Honestly. Like, at least it's a dude that's fucking good. Like, yeah. It, you know, it's not like Austin Theory. Right. It could have been Austin Theory or Dolph or, yeah, you know. That guy, like, what's left? I don't know. I, I, I forget who it was. Um, saw, what, what's left is matches before intermission on a hockey rink in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Dude, I saw somebody say, I forgot who it was. They, there was a quote this week saying about Austin Theory, like, 
stop wrestling this boring ass 2000s like mm-hmm. vanilla style like this nobody cares right this isn't good like yeah what your, your character sucks nobody knows what, what it is like you're just a yeah. guy right and you're just very generic and yeah. just go away please yes um so i didn't watch rampage me either uh, so collision, I guess a couple things happened. Obviously, you had the Tony Khan talk right. at the and, beginning. And we didn't say this in the beginning, and but we talked about this like you and I when we were together this week. Like <coughs> all the credit to Tony in the world for coming out in front of that crowd before the show started and taking one on the fucking chin. Yeah, had to man because you know, and the video he played before the show again. That that was definitely it was a, literally that, verbatim. That was definitely a legal thing. But him sitting in front of the crowd, grabbing a chair, sitting down in front of an audience in Chicago. And saying, say, you know, addressing everything takes fucking balls. Yeah. I did, I did laugh when he said the thing about being scared for his life. Yeah. And you audibly just hear the crowd get louder booing. And that right. girl film was like, you're a fucking pussy. Right. <laughs> um, right. But, you know, I, he knew that was the reaction he was going to get. He wasn't expecting a hero's welcome here. Yeah. Uh, and, and to do it anyway takes a lot of fucking. He guts, tried man. such a babyface pro. He did. I was I'm from here. Yeah, and right. I was he raised tried. here. He tried. Sure, second brother. Right. It ain't happening. Um, but but I do you know commendable uh to go out and do it because he didn't have to do that. They could have just played the video. They could have got booed out of the fucking building from there. But he felt an obligation to come out and address the crowd and whatever connection he has to wrestling fans. Yeah. Uh, I, I will commend him on that, and I think it is it's the right move. To come out and take that on the fucking chin and not run away from it. Um, yeah. But, you know, I would also maybe uh, not show up on my TV so much and just sort of back away a little bit. Yeah, just be the yeah, dude. Yeah. You don't have to take do any. Step back, don't do brother. any cute things. Yeah. Don't come out with any announcements. Just, you know, sit back for a little Chill bit. Chill out. Um, Starks cut a good promo. It was a great promo when he challenged a 70-year-old man to fight. Yes. And uh, the contract says the dragon. Right. I thought this was a fun bit. Oh, I did too. Because then out comes Brian goddamn right. Danielson. Yeah. Anytime he's on my television, yes. I'm a happy boy. Um, the weirdest part of this was Ricky Stark started this promo, I thought, like a babyface promo. Yeah, it was and great. we didn't know this, where this was going to go, right? Because Punk's gone. So we don't know what their what their plan is. They're like, Punk's gone. Do we turn Ricky babyface and try and make Punk the heel and all this? What do you do? And he, like, compliments Big Bill on overcoming addiction, but then becomes a, we do all this and you don't appreciate us for it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did. I really, I enjoyed it a lot. So. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything else from Collision. Yeah. I, I just have sort of, like, what happened. Uh, I like that they tried to fix the Darby, Nick Wayne, forgiving AR Fox angle. Like they, oh, I don't even remember it. Yeah. So, like, Nick Wayne comes out and, like, confronts Darby, and Darby sort of explains why he forgave, like, oh. if, why he forgave AR Fox, and, like, just tried to make it make a little bit of sense. And they did a good job with that. Um, they said that the reason why is because um, Darby told a story about how he, he had gotten into a fight with Buddy Wayne, also. Mm, okay. And Buddy, and they stopped talking, and Buddy died, and they weren't talking. And he feels terrible about never being able to reconcile with Buddy Wayne while he was alive. And then, because I didn't know that Buddy Wayne died when Nick Wayne was like 11 or whatever, you know? Yeah. Or 13. So he's like, so like, I, he goes, my mentor died before I was able to be the bigger man and have a talk with him like adults and get beyond it. Yeah. And he's like, and that's why when AR Fox went through what he went through, I didn't want to have that a similar situation. I wanted to make sure I was the bigger man now before something can happen. That makes sense. And it, it's good because it was, you know, we all know the real reason is because AR Fox was a fucking dummy. 
Uh, you know, and that's why he got, you know, bounced out of what the biggest, best program of his life to now just be a job guy again. Yep. Um, you know, hey man, you did but, it to yourself. but I like that they at least addressed it. I thought that was sure, smart. Sure. Um, and of course, then we get Christian coming out and to asking, apologizing to Nick Wayne for not asking for his mom's phone number the week before. Oh, do I love him. Um, and then, uh, we get the Claudio Wheeler promo, which I also really like. Lots of promos leading into the pay-per-view, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the Claudio, where, where he's like, you think beating up Wheeler's a big deal? I beat him up every day. Aww. So that was funny. Poor Utes. Uh, we also get the, which I also like. I liked a lot of these promos. The Eddie Shibata promo where Shibata uses his phone translator to say, you suck. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. We get Rodzilla, uh, where Jeff Jarrett lies about being the leader of the NWO when Rodman was there. Listen, <laughs> prove him wrong. Right. Um... And uh, what else? Uh, the main event is Jay White versus Dax, which is a very good I match. I thought that was a very good match. Very good match. I'll give you that. Cash throws up the punk X on his way out. He does. Which is hilarious because that man's about to get suspended for all his legal shit in Florida. He, well, who knows? So, I, I mean, I would assume Tony's going to have to, at least at this point, show that he's a little more stricter on guys. You never know with him, man. Right. Uh, Bucks save at the end. They want a handshake. FTR bails. Uh, to all the build to yeah. the to the pay per view. Yes, um, all out. Yes. What? Oh, the double pop, huh? The double popper is what they call that. Why we didn't take a no. break from recording to eat and watch football? No, not at all. No, not good. Mm. Has Ghost hit a roadblock? Hmm. Uh oh! Try it. I haven't had a ghost I didn't like. This is gonna be upsetting. Although everybody's coming out with a bomb pop, so it's a yeah, stiff it's competition. A, it's a hot flavor anymore, but Mm-mm. yeah, no, Mm-mm. right? Mm-mm. Not good. What's the problem? Mm. Over-indexed on the lemon. Too much lemon. Over, All right, over, good. Over-indexed on the, on the on the weakest of the flavors in the bomb drink pop. It, but yeah, it's not yeah. terrible. But thinking that's gonna be a bomb pop, if, if they were like lemonade, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty good fucking lemonade right there. Yeah, over next on the lemon doesn't work for me, mm-hmm. dog. And it's and because it's sugar free, it's that fake lemon, but don't work. Yeah, Mm-mm. not great. Ghost, that's a mess. Tastes like eating lemon grass. I almost got the cherry limeade one. Yeah, that's pretty good. I had that one. Yeah, it's not. It's listen. It's no. She. It's no Sonic cherry limeade. Well, I mean, but what, it's pretty good. What the fuck is? Um. All right, Pape. Yes. Pay per view. Uh, All which out. we partook here at Sooner Redeem Network North. Damn right we did. Labor Day uh, weekend. With, with, it was a, a We Need Wrestling. At Odds with Wrestling crossover. Yeah. Good old collabo. Uh, the, we're, Tim, we're, miss you, Marcus. Right. Still waiting, brother. Right, anytime. You, you guys could have came out. It was Labor Day. You know where to be the next day. Yeah. You can't okay. fucking work. Right. Um, all right. So, so one of you could have slept in the house, even. The other one, outside. <laughs> in the driveway. If, right. Um, on the gravel. Yeah, not even in your own car. Where the bears are. <laughs> <laughs> so all out, uh, you know, not going to run on the whole card. Okay. Um, but if you feel that you want to talk about anything, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about was right. Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. Right. So, like, yeah, I don't run the whole card, um, but, like, uh, this is where this card gets... Like ridiculously good. That's where it where yeah, it, it hits and a different gear. It here. does not really let off the gas. No. It's pretty fucking crazy. Uh this match was 
you know, there's big, a shirt for this match. I now. saw now uh, big meaty men slapping me. Right. I feel like they owe Biggie some cash. Absolutely. Crazy act on Planet Stasiac for me. Well, that's true. I, I saw him tweet out a picture today of his biceps. Is he alive? Yeah, dude. What's he doing? I don't, probably personal Why training. isn't he in the wrestling business? He fucking should be, but oh. he, he brought up something about meat. Yeah. All right. The good. real meat. Well, he was meat. Should be playing at Stasiak. Everything's crazy. I'm playing at Stasiak. Right. Goddamn right. Um, so, yeah, Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, man, this this kicked so much yeah, ass. It was awesome. It was just a Haas fight. It, it, like, it was just a Haas fight, but, like, AEW doesn't do them like this that often. No, it's, and it was different than, like, a Japanese Haas fight. Yeah, for sure. This was an American pro right. wrestling Haas fight. Yeah. Um, I might have to sneeze. <laughs> oh, you unprofessional! Uh, I, I felt it coming. Lenny. Thanks, pal. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so like, because that's the thing. Like, it, they're not open hand slapping and like all that sort it's of shit, right? Moves, but big like, it's it's two walls just running into each other. Which and I'm love. not talking about the wall. It's the wall, brother. <laughs> but yeah, it's just fun. Like, it's just a rocking match, and like, I think we've the said crowd this was so so annoying. They, they helped make the for match. sure. Like, these guys earned everything. This is what we everyone should be getting from these guys for a long time now. But I think every time we see these guys on paper for AEW, we're like, all right, here's the match. They're going to do it. They're, they're going to have the big the big man, big meaty man match. And, like, this is the – they finally did it, and it rocked. And I will say uh, this was a collision program, a show like Collision. Sure. Is able to give you that two extra hours to make this match right. happen. Absolutely. You know, right. where yeah. – Unfortunately, both these guys, right. dynamite-wise, were lost in the shuffle. That's just how it was. For sure. Right. I mean, Miro went home. He's like, there's nothing for me. Yeah, Hobbs was start and stop 90 fucking times. Yeah. So when you finally give them time and right. let them build this program, yep. and then they have a match like this, then you go, mm-hmm. okay, now I get it. Right. And this is what you use Collision for. Right. And Joe was saying while he was here, maybe even on the show this week, saying like he wanted the TNT title to just be the Haas division title for a little while, which would be great, but that's not the way they went. But that doesn't mean you can't get fucking Archer back and Cage and whoever the hell is big guys you have and just do this match ever. Do a match like this every week. Yeah. Doesn't have to be for anything. Just just, Cost division, just big guy tournaments. Not tournament. Tony Khan loves fucking tournaments. Yeah. Like they're going out of style. But just just for this, just like you have a, a fucking six minute women's match every week. Just do have this have this six minute fat guys match every week. You're not fat, and then I'm not fat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> fat, so look at me, fat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, six sizes too small. Fat, so <laughs> did you see that dude's pizza place is like skyrocketing in sales? Yeah, I, I saw he has a sign. He's like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Orders oh. only. Yeah, right. Of course. Okay. Um, fat so, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, like just the, just the gimme Haas matches. I love them. Yeah, uh, it, they they may not be five star technical wizardry matches, but they're five stars in my heart. This because, was great. It like, was so much just, fun. Man. I, there, it is just this p- particular type of wrestling that not not WWE doesn't really do it a ton anymore. They don't. They do. Sheamus exists. Gunther exists. Biggie Dr- exists. Drew McIntyre. Right. You know. So like, but like, it's gone a little bit out of style everywhere. Yeah. And WWE's bringing them back a little bit. Bring them back. They're fun. And the crowd fucking loves them. Yeah, it was right? great. The, the we want meat, meat forever. I mean, <laughs> right. I loved it. It was so meat much fun. Forever. Meat forever. It's hilarious. I was texting Doug, and I was like, Doug, you'd be so proud right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that magic fucking ruled. Yeah. And, and, like, the crowd got up and stayed up. 
Miro wins. Then you get the uh, the debut of former WWE superstar CJ Lana Perry. Right. Yes. Um, hot and flexible. Yes. Hot and flexible CJ Lana Perry. Uh, Miro says that he forsake her or whatever. Yeah. I saw her little backstage thing. She's like, you would forsake this. Uh-huh. I was like, no, I would not. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing I have that I want to talk about. Yes. Brian Danielson. Right. So, uh, the women's match is was, in my opinion, one of the better women's matches they've had. Better than expected. Better than expected. Crowds into it. Good for Statlander. Yes. In her Zoolander gear. I love that she got the Ben Stiller right. She got the Ben Stiller nod. Cool. Great stuff. She ma- she retains. Yeah. Tony Storm seemingly completely out of the outcasts. Because she... More on Tony Storm later. Absolutely. Uh, but yes. Brian Danielson, Ricky Starks. Brother. Uh, in, in, in what was supposed to be the CM Punk spot. We all know this. It's supposed to be a strap match. I guess, yeah. I think the reports have come out that that's what it was going to be. Um, and, you know, I said earlier when we were talking that AEW sort of made a bit of a statement. I said this to you personally like, off air, but, like, well, just when we were talking before, I said, like, they seem to have signaled that Punk's gone. We Here's what we're going to do to replace him. And one of those guys is Danielson. Yeah, and even in the pre- the post-scrum yeah. or whatever, they kind of right. hint at, uh I think Saturdays might work better for your schedule, right. you and know? You know what? And he said, Tony Khan has said in the past, like, if I'm going to give anybody creative control over the whole company, it's going to be Danielson. Give him Saturdays. Yep. Fuck it. Let him take a day off. Yeah. Let him do Saturdays. Yes. Uh, this match is just. This match is rules. Pure violence. Right. Um, dude's getting whipped in the face. Yes. With the strap. Yeah. Those strap shots were gross. Yes. Did you see the picture Starks put up of him in the airport? Yeah. Dude. Insane. Insane. Oh my god, they uh, both bleed buckets. We were rocking and rolling during this oh match. Oh my god, in the house here. Yeah, we were having so much goddamn fun. Uh, right. And this to me, first five star match on this card. Yes. Um one of the best strap matches of all time. This is gonna be this number two. Number two to Vader Stanger. Yeah. Uh and just in Okay, this is number three for the Yappa Pie Indians. The, well, that's <laughs> that's a real number that's one. That's true. Um, but for real, th- this is just incredible it, pro wrestling. Right. There is a point in this match where Danielson, I'm going to say accidentally, whips Starks across the mouth. Right in his mouth. And Starks takes it, gives it back to him. That's what I love. And those Ricky guys gave you that match. Right. And that's the way Danielson will want it. Yeah. And like this, they brutalize each other. It's also a well-wrestled match. It's bloody. It looks great. Incredible. Uh, five stars on the dude scale, uh, uh, which is the maximum you can get without a roll-up. Steamer getting involved with right. Big Bill. Absolutely. You were mimicking the chops <laughs> while he was doing it. You got so fired up. It all was so great. Because I knew when he stood up, he's going to eat the chops. He's doing it. Oh, it was great, yeah. man. Um, so, fuck, it was so it, right. Five stars. First, You're right. First five-star match of the night. First five-star, for sure. Next one that I have yes. is... Uh, Claudio and Yuta against yep, Eddie Kingston next on the card, and Katsuyori absolutely. Shibata. Yes. Again, so much fun. Right. Shibata hits a spinning back fist on Yuta that I thought oh, yeah. killed Yuta. Yeah, cleans his clock. Absolutely. Um, you know, BCC, they do get the win. They do. Uh, Eddie I, took the pin, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eddie uh, took so the pin. I'm watching this thinking, <clears throat> very, very in the beginning, I'm like, 
The smart move here is to not let Eddie and Claudio touch. And they're doing that. They're, you know, Claudio's in. He's just ignoring Eddie, him. Yeah. Shibata tags Eddie in. Claudio tags out. And they're doing that a little bit. And it's like maybe two minutes into the match. I'm like, yeah, they're not going to touch until the end. Like, the roof's going to go off the place. And then Eddie just tackles Claudio. And all hell breaks <laughs> yeah, loose. Right. Uh, again, you know what, man? Seeing Wheeler Yuta in a spot like this. Yeah. He's always awesome. delivered, man. I've never been <clears throat> saying we were you to have right. a bad match. Everything never. they've asked of him, he's delivered on. We were you uh, to live at Steel Stack SmackDown next Saturday. Right. And curse Get you. Get your tickets. Jazzwares, ringside, for not having that. The, if you go on the Bloody You figure, I have that pre-ordered. it says late August. I know, I have it Well, pre-ordered. it's mid-September, you yeah. fucking bastards. I would love if I got a shipping notification if, tomorrow if or something. If that was in stock, I was buying it. Yeah. I was buying it and taking it to, to meet Yuta. Yeah. Um, if it if they if it comes up in stock, I'm placing an order. Yeah. Hopefully it'll get an overnight week. order. <laughs> well, they ship pretty quick. So they do. They're only from New York. Yeah. So. But uh, you yeah. you always delivers. He, he delivers. Right. What a Absolutely. great addition. And interesting enough, if you go back far enough in AEW, he was their second choice. Yeah. They wanted Garcia, and Jericho claimed Garcia. Yeah. And like Garcia's great, and Garcia's over. Garcia's phenomenal, but. The position that Garcia is in Yuta's, is Yuta's way different yeah. than the position Yuta's in. I agree, 100%. Uh, and man. Garcia would also be able to deliver, and Garcia would be great in all these things. But Yuta is just, he's just doing such a good fucking job. He's different. He really is. Yeah. He's different. Uh, next match I want to talk about. Yes. Kanosuke Takeshita next on the card. versus Kenny oh, and also, Omega. Uh, if I swear to God, Tony Khan, if it's not Eddie versus Claudio and Arthur Ashe with Eddie fucking winning, yeah. you don't know how to book wrestling. I'm revoking your license. <laughs> uh, so this one, again, was kind of, you know, I, I don't know if this is the culmination of the feud. I guess it is. I don't right? know. I, I, I don't mean, know. I don't know what else there is. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kenny, they got the better of Kenny. They beat him. Yeah, Takeshi beat him. I saw something saying Kenny has lost six pay-per-views in a row. Yeah, so don't you ever know, say Kenny doesn't he's lose. Doing, yeah. He's doing what he's supposed to do here. Um, Dude, this match. But yeah, I just, uh, I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's anything for, for Kenny to do in this feud. I think, I think Callis builds a family. Maybe, but like, because they're not, like, it's not going to be the elite because the Bucks no. aren't involved and Hangman's involved in something else, which we'll talk about. Um, so yeah, they're I just, still teasing like. Maybe Sammy's joining. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I don't know. But this match, uh, this is my second five-star match of the night. I thought this was an absolute humper. Okay. Uh, I thought both dudes were incredible. Yeah. Chemistry was so spot on. Mm-hmm. I loved um, when they did the screwdriver spot. Yeah, great spot. Where I, You thought when Takeshi pulled the screwdriver out of the mat, he was going to stab him, yeah. and it just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but Takeshi pins a man clean as a sheet. And, yes. you know, we were sitting here, and, and I, you know, I know Joe's been part of this. You, mm-hmm. like, I'm just saying, okay, let's go with Takeshi. Mm-hmm. Give him that push. Right. Yep. Give Put your stock right. in this guy. One of a few guys that before the main event, I said, should have beaten Orange Cassidy for the international for sure. title. And beating Omega, much like beating Jericho, is a symbol to be moving up. That's huge. Right. Uh, I, I am fine with you giving this five stars. I loved it. I loved it. I won't be surprised if it doesn't get five stars from dumb fucking Meltzer. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't brother. think he's going to give it five. You know? I don't think it's so. Omega. I know. I don't think he's going to give okay. it five. All right. Uh, but... 
I think it is... I'm not going to argue with you that this is the second five-star match on this card. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else to talk about before the main event. I don't know if you do. No, there's only one match. It's uh, that eight-man tag with right. Bull Club Gold. Crowd was hot for it. It was good. I liked a lot of the stuff. Thumb, though. Yeah. It's in the death spot for a reason. Yeah. Um, I still thought it was good. I think, you know, I love watching Bullet Club. I love watching Juice Robinson. He's the best. Uh, but the Young Bucks stuff puts me to sleep. Yeah. And yeah. when the Young Bucks come in after from the run from Haas match through to Cash to Kenny, and then the Young Bucks are coming in doing over choreographed spots and a million and a half super kicks, and then FTR follows in. That was going to be my point. Yep. On these over choreographed spots, I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, you're not supposed to do guys, that. You FTR. guys, plus leading into this, you wouldn't shake hands. You were you were uh, a shaky un- unity at best here because you were like, ah, I don't know how much we like you, and we're you know you're these guys and we're we're former rivals and whatever. So like, if the Bucks are doing all the flippy flippy doodah shit. FTR should be doing the opposite of that and doing what they do regularly. Yeah. But instead, they like, well, well, we're going to do the Flippy Doodah stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't love that part of it. But I love Juice Robinson with all my heart. Uh, the two best characters on AEW TV right now doing character work are Juice Robinson and Tony Storm. Uh, oh, can we can we give a little love to Roddy Strong, though? Oh, Roddy's <laughs> Adam! Adam! Uh, but, uh, and that's what they need. They need to lean into that character stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's good. It's fine. Uh, but it is very much the lull built in before you get to this main event. Main event time. Which is? The challenger, John Moxley. Yes. The champion, international champion. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Yep. What you know? What a big deal to see him main event a pay per view. A huge deal. Um, I loved on Collision the promos both these guys cut, mm-hmm. putting each other over. Right, and that's so I kept explaining that to Michelle this week because, like you know, she she likes OC and you yeah. know uh, you know I know I know OC. <laughs> I've known him. We're acquaintances the past, but like knew him a long time ago. Uh, you know, we'd cross paths and, um, he's a great dude, right? Yeah. Uh, so, and so Michelle likes him. Michelle likes his character sure. and stuff. And I was like, he got real bloodied and he lost and because she saw him come out on dynamite all bandaged yeah. up. And, uh, and I was like, well, Mox cut this promo. And I said that like, he doesn't put him down at all. Yeah. And it's what we always say. Well, you don't want to lose to somebody you make fun of. That's why Eddie fucking... Uh, Cole Cox, Sammy Guevara that one time mm. before they were handing out suspensions for those uh-huh. things. Um, well, they did get suspended before they were handing out pink slips yeah. for those kind of things. Yeah. Um, but uh, and Mox is just like, he's a great wrestler. He's better than anybody says he is. All these old fogies yeah. are stupid. My and favorite, I'm going to have to kill him. My favorite line was, if this guy's cosplaying, who's he pretending to be? Right. Because the guy's about to run. Nobody right. could touch him right, right now. Right. I love that. Unbelievable run with that title. Uh, 32, 31 or 32 defenses. It was 32. I love to when OC said, Moxley, you know, you've come along, you've picked this company up off the right. ground every single time that it's down, mm-hmm. and you carry this company's weight on your yep. shoulders. I'm going to take that weight off your shoulders. Right. You know, I yep. loved it. Oh, it was so perfect. It was great. Um, this match hits. Yeah. And it hits fucking hard. Absolutely. Man. Moxley yeah. has to go to the lengths to put mm-hmm. him down. Nope. You know, when he I forget what he kicked out of, what OC kicked out of. He kicked out of a Death Rider once and, and, and the Gotch style. 
Moxie's in the corner and he kind of like does like the, you know, mm-hmm. Father, Son, Holy Spirit thing. Yeah. And it just says. North, like, South, East, West. Yeah, North, South, East, West. Yep. Uh, it just says, you know, what am I, I going to have to do? Right. What or do North, I have South, to West, do? East, I guess. Um, and OC stands up, bloody as fuck, mm-hmm. flips with the birds. Yep. And Mox hits a gross death rider. Right. And Mox him. doesn't bleed in this match. No, which. Adam Adam said it mm-hmm. perfectly during the match. We we all were mm-hmm. oh Mox is gonna bleed buckets, and he said if Mox is winning, I don't want him to bleed. Yeah, and it, it made sense. Right, it made well, so it makes much sense. sense. That's right, Adam. You made sense. <laughs> well, brother. it makes sense too because Orange Cassidy isn't the guy who has an offense that's gonna make you bleed. Exactly, it's not what he does. Um, yeah. but yeah, this match, uh, if the dude scale went above five stars <laughs> without a roll up, this would have got more than five. Yeah, five stars. Uh, one of the best AEW matches in the history yeah. of the company. This is my third uh, five star yeah. of, ma- of the night. Yeah, um, all out, absolutely over delivered. Yes, for a card that you know on six days mm-hmm. built, less than six days really right. for build. Yeah, um, some of it was a little longer, kind of, but not really. Well, because like, some stuff they didn't put on the Wembley. Was twenty four right, hours. hours you know? Right, exactly. Yep. Um, yeah. it was incredible. It, it, one of uh, my show of the year so far, uh, top three AEW pay-per-views of all time, uh, yeah. and top 10, potentially like top 10 wrestling pay-per-view of all time it from was, an in-ring perspective. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible. Better. It was fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, kudos to them again. I understand, you know, I, I was talking to my boss this week yeah. and- he said he loved the pay-per-view. Thought mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Um, he, you know, the week-to-week television, it's not always the best. It's right. just not. Yeah. It, it's hard to do. It's hard to have every show be a banger. Right. I get it. And I can see where some people might say, eh, we're just, the, yeah. the week-to-week's not great. I right. totally get that. They always deliver right. on pay-per-view, though. Yes, always. And and I, I love well, the show. And, and that's so much fun. Yeah, that's the formula, right? You don't, like... AEW almost creates a problem for themselves yes. when they have Kenny Omega doing five star matches on a dynamite. Yeah. Because then what's the pay per view going to do? Like him and Moxie in that cage right. match for free. I'll right. Tell you, what's you know? the pay per view going to do then? So, like, you know, it is more of a WWE way of thinking, but WWE downplays their wrestling and ups the storyline during the week. Always. And then their pay per views go huge. AEW is a little different because they don't have as many pay per views, but they've never had a bad pay per view. Never. Not I think, once I think ever. their worst pay per view was still good. I agree with you. Um, I agree. So, like, it's, you know, they fucking deliver. And this really delivered. It did. Like, this is like, it's like the first forbidden door in this show. Like, it's crazy how good these shows were. This was absolutely incredible. Um, Um, It just, just, you know, and like, obviously, we're big fans of OC. We're big fans of Mox. We're big fans of Eddie. And our guys are getting their moments. And, uh, you know, OC is the other guy that this, to me, even, even in losing, and it's fine. I wouldn't have had him lose, especially in the match. I would have like, oh shit, maybe he shouldn't lose here. But I get it. Mox, I get it now. Mox is defending against Action and Dreddy on collision. That. Oh, fuck, that's about whatever. Uh, it's fine. OC had some easy ones too. Um, yeah. Mox is gonna have a good run. You know, to be a different run. But OC has to get moved into something else. Yeah. Because to me, like I said before, they said Punk's not here. Yep. What are you gonna do about it? What we're we gonna do, Brian Danielson? Because he comes back early. We didn't talk about that. That fucker was like, you see me throw a punch with that arm? You didn't, because I still can't use it. The the post scrum was yeah. perfect. Yeah, Danielson saying that about his arm. And then he almost fell off the stage and Tony Khan was at a fucking heart attack. I, we all everybody yeah. had a collective gas. Yeah. Um and then 
him saying Ricky Starks carried me through right. that match. Yes, crazy thing. Whoa. So Starks could be the three, the third one even. Starks should be at the top. But the the main of this pay per view, even in losing the Mox, to me was this company saying, "We have this guy. We have yeah. Orange Cassidy." Yeah, and like, fuck you if you don't like him. Yeah, and like, I don't know. I saw. I, I think it was from Starcast or whatever. Uh, we talked about this. And I don't know if you watched. It. I think we talked about it. Where the guy inter- is interviewing Orange Cassidy, and he says. You know, how'd you come up with the character? Well, it's just me or whatever. He goes, well, I, I noticed you don't smile much. Why don't you smile? He's like, well, I don't think about it. And he's like, okay. He goes, well, what do you say to the old heads and the, the Jim Cornette, like the guys like Jim Cornette Ugh. that said, fuck Jim Cornette. Let me just get that out of here yeah. right now. But like the guy, uh, guys like Jim Cornette who say you're ruining wrestling and you're a cosplay wrestler and you shouldn't be on TV and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And OC just goes, I wrestle the way I wrestle for me. I wrestle the way I wrestle because of like I like to wrestle this way. Fucking Ivan Drago. Hey, right. I and, fight for and me. He says, <laughs> and he says, last time I checked, I don't work for him. He's right. He's absolutely right. He's right. What the fuck does Jim Cornette have to do with the wrestling business right yeah, now? It's nothing. And it, it yeah. and Cornette's an asshole. And he's always been. And he knows that his ratings started to way to waver, so he has to lean into the bullshit that he's doing now, right? Sure. And it sucks because and I said this to Joe this week. He is the most knowledgeable encyclopedia of professional wrestling that we have alive. Yeah. There's nobody else. There is nobody else that has the knowledge of the history of professional wrestling that Jim Cornette has. Yeah. But I don't give a shit. Because he is a fucking prick. Yeah. He and is. it sucks that he's the one that knows everything. He's the one that has yeah, all this information in his head. Don't pay attention. But he sucks ass and he's dumb as fuck. You cannot watch that Orange Cassidy match and be like, oh, yeah, cosplay wrestler stinks. Yeah, he's fucking incredible. Fuck you. It's a, it was incredible. So good. Yeah. All so out, good. Amazing Mo- pay-per-view. Right. And um, Mox is one of the best. And Cornelius oh, oh, doesn't like Mox. I know, which is, is crazy. Right? But Mox is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. And OC is right up there with him. I was going to say, hold his own. Doesn't need to hold his own. Like... It, when, Incredible. When Brian Danielson says that he used to refer to himself as the best wrestler right. in the world, and now he says, no, it's John Moxley. Right. He's the best wrestler yep. in the world. Right. And he also said, could be Orange Cassidy, too. I yeah. don't know. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, That's the ultimate praise. And it, again, right. Danielson coming out to the final countdown and all of us singing. Right. Felt good. I said, get me a metal fucking great. I need right. to hit it. Yeah. Oh, it was so much fun, dude. Well, and I will say this. Uh, Brian Danielson can say whatever he wants. Uh Brian Danielson remains the best yeah, wrestler 100%. in the world. Uh, like he is one million. He is the best percent. I love him in ring wrestler so much. <laughs> maybe there ever was. I'm sorry, Mr. Hitman. Oh, Mr. Hitman. If I had a time machine, we'd get that figured out real quick. But we don't, Mr. Hitman. The last 20 years, Brian Danielson is the best wrestler. That's just a proof of fact, my friend. That's what it is. Um. So dynamite. Yes, dynamite. We kick it off. Orange Cassidy coming out, getting his flowers, which was nice. Yeah. Um, I thought for sure he wasn't coming out. I was like, give him some time off. Well. Let him sit home for a couple weeks. This was kind of nice to have him there, get his cheers, and then yeah. just be like, yeah, they told me to sit home. I'm not going to do that. Right. And then he left. And he's like, I'm Orange Cassidy. I don't have a catchphrase, yeah. which is now his catchphrase. Which, ca- which is perfect. Just um, like how Chris Candido was no gimmicks needed, which is, in fact, a gimmick. Sure it is. That's what CM Puck has tattooed on his hand. No gimmicks? No gimmicks needed. On his hand? Yep, there's one hand. He has no give Oh, really? Time. Yeah, he was a big Candido guy, hmm. I guess. Interesting. Um, John Moxley squashes AR Fox for the international title. Yeah, AR Fox 
back in his natural position in the circle of wrestling uh, life. Hey, brother, did it to yourself. Yes. Um, Christian is backstage with Nick Wayne. Right. Darby's Darby's in the ring doting on AR Fox. It's just weird. And Christian confronts Nick Wayne. Yeah, it says something about a dead father yeah. and a hot mother again. Mm-hmm. Just says, you know, if you want to... Uh, <laughs> was it this the point where he says, I didn't know your dad was a wrestler, so I looked him up and he stunk? Yeah. Dude, how amazing is it? Is he? Yeah, so Christian is on a fucking run, man. I sent, Did I send you the video of that little girl? Amazing. At the meet and greet yeah. where she comes with the replica belt and he takes it off of her for the picture. It's so cool. What a monster. And he opens up the press scrum by saying, how are all of your fathers uh-huh. doing? Uh-huh. Oh, yes. he's so perfect. Well, and then at the scrum, too, when they were like, he just handled it so well. And, like, you and I complain about when they got, when they do this shit in kayfabe because, like, yeah, you don't have to do that here. Yeah. But when he when there was like, what do you feel about Edge coming in? He's like, I'm here to talk about me. Yeah. I'm making money. Right. Let's talk about me. Right. Fantastic. Oh, so perfect. Yep, absolutely. Um, Chris Statlander defending the hey. TBS title against Emmy Sakura. So happy that Emmy got this spot here. I was too, and good fucking match. Yeah. Uh, yep. I know we were talking a little bit in Discord last night, and I said, that's a perfect five-minute yeah, match. Right. <laughs> I know Mike said, yeah, let's just do it for 21 weeks in a row, and then people will like the yeah, women's right. division. And he's right. Absolutely. You could put that on television, right. something like that, every week, mm-hmm. and that is going right. to get the women's division over. That's how WCW built the Cruiserweight division in the mid-90s. Yeah. With short little matches to be like, oh, that was really good like, as fuck. Let's, let's refocus, right. you know? Right. Emmy hits that great crossbody on the steps. Oh, so good. So good. I Emmy's super talented. the battle that they had, yep. which was nice. I saw Emmy and uh, yeah. Saraya kind of working a little thing on Twitter. Yeah, so Emmy called her like a crybaby or whatever. And, yeah. yeah who and then, knows? And, and of course, took the opportunity to make fun of Ronnie Radke. And you're, you're wonderful. He's a national treasure. Um, Roderick Strong with an amazing, like, vignette about his parents. And he's bored alone. He's going to win this tourney yeah. alone. Yeah. Do you ever hear uh, a story about Roderick Strong's parents? No. Okay. Eh. Apparently his mother shot his father. Oh, really? Uh, that's... Wow. I'm pretty sure that was a huh. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't bring it up here. Um, <laughs> so, Jericho and Sammy against Ozzy Open. Yeah, um, the sex gods. Yeah. I said it. In our little chat, man, I really think like Aussie Open needs to be the next tag team champs. Yeah, for sure. And three minutes later, the motherfucker's uh, job out right. to Jericho for so, no fucking reason whatsoever. Right. So there's no reason. So what I said here was uh, like um, that. Uh, I don't need to watch Jericho. Jericho. I I think this match for me, and and maybe I'm really really late to this. But this match for me marked uh, Jericho's outrun is is his is, he's passed his run in AEW. There's nothing else for him to do. Yeah, right. It's just you're ne- I don't think you're ever gonna be able to move him back in the main event picture. Mm-mm. He's not gonna be believable. You don't want him there. He, you can still use him as a hurdle to get there because he is still a name. But there's no good storyline for him. Knowing, especially showing how the 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 Jericho Appreciation Society. One day, he was just like, I'm with Callus now. And they're like, all right, see ya. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, they're just wrestling and nobody mentions it. And they're still a group. They're just without Jericho. They're just I, nameless. Uh, right? Uh, I just I, I think he's run his course in AEW. Yeah. And I think if he was a smart vet and a good vet, he'd be taking some pinfalls. He'd take a pinfall right here to Ozzy Open. Right. right. Because what's the, what's the end of this match? What happens after this match? Yeah. Him and Sammy just push each other. Right. It's just to so get if, themselves over. Right. But why, if they're going to run a, a Sammy and Jericho or questioning each other angle, if they're winning, what the fuck is there to question? Right? Yeah. 
So instead, you take Aussie Open, who you hot shot at the titles off of yep, because sure it would be for a gimmick. They should have remained Ring of Honor champion. You could be having killer yeah. fucking matches with those guys. Who essentially jobbed out on a pre-show right. in a who, in a, essentially a comedy right. match. Who left New Japan for better for for greener Which pastures? I understand. Why I understand. They did it. I get but it. not to be treated like this. No, these guys are too fucking good. Yes. And they're young they're and they're too over. Fucking good. And this is what you're doing with them. It looks fucking weird. And you're gonna run that risk. And excuse me for saying this, but you're gonna run the risk of making them another Butcher and Blade. Yep. And like I like Butcher and Blade a lot, but they're done. Yeah. You're not gonna be able to heat them back up. Yeah, they're not exactly threatening you know, for any more but, titles. Right, but like what best friends haven't held those titles. Proud and powerful you they held those titles. You're gonna let Aussie open slip through your fingers like that too? They're too fucking good. All those three of those teams are too fucking good not to have those titles. And jobbing out to Jericho just so him and Sammy can have a 19th fucking storyline yeah. together? Ain't it. Nope. Ain't it. Not it, brother. Um, tell you what else is, not, is. It was not it, but it got to be it. Yeah. MJF Smojo. Yes. So when Joe comes out to We the didn't ring, talk about this at the pay-per-view. Where he, oh, sho- where he yeah. shoved Max. Yeah, because the who did, right. you, who did Joe even beat on the paper? Shane oh, Taylor. Oh, yeah. So after the match, Joe's walking to the back. Or well, after MJF's match, Joe's walking out, and he gives Max a shove, throw back to the old WWF clip. Yeah. And then they have a little Twitter thing, and then we know this is we know that where this is where the feud's going, and that's fucking fantastic. I'm all about MJF Smojo. Super awesome. Let's program. make it happen. Great program. Um, so yeah, Smojo comes out to the ring, yeah. you know, says, What's the problem, kid? Mm-hmm. MJF keeps getting pissed at him calling him kid. Yes. But MJF, so this started, it started okay. Mm-hmm. Then when he says, you know, who wants to hear me spit or whatever. Yeah, right. Or story time with MJF, right. baby. Stupid. And it's and just a bunch of jokes. dick and fat jokes. Right. And, like, I'm, and I'm going, oh so my at God. First, at first when he's like, you're fat. I was like, oh, is he doing a Scott Steiner thing He here? should have been doing Scotty Steiner. Right? And then he goes, like, he says, like, the, I don't know, supercalifragilisticticotinydickyosis or whatever the yeah. fuck he says. And I was like, no, nah, that's real stupid. Yeah, it's not working, uh, Let's brother. not do this. This is not good. Uh, no. You know, and, like, Max, it goes on too long. And, like, Max is playing to the crowd. And he's like, I hate you guys, but I used to live here and blah, blah, blah. But you're my scumbags and I'm your scumbag and whatever, whatever. Yeah. But once they got into the... I guess I'll say mean potatoes of this promo. It's really good. When it got when the comedy you know, stopped. When, right. When uh when Max says, uh, did you come out here because you thought my music was an ice cream truck or whatever? And he says, Oh, the last time I was around an ice cream truck, I was the biggest star on the other company's uh-huh. fucking network. Yeah. And I was like, Well, that's good. Good cause, line. Because Twisted Metal was one of the most popular shows on Peacock. Yeah. Uh so and they're hopefully getting a season two that'll be back in. Yeah. Um and then from there on, it it really it took off when it, it got very good. serious. Yeah, it got I good. really liked it. And then like, uh, you know, MJF smacking Joe. Right. Joe just saying, "I'm not gonna, I'm not a sucker for that." Right, because I'm gonna enter the tournament. Yeah. I'm gonna be the right way. Yeah. And then when MJF leaves the ring, and Joe just kicks yep. the middle rope into his dick. Yeah. There's trading low blows. It seemed right. Uh, and MJF sold it really good mm-hmm. in his neck again. Right. You know. And then Roddy gets mad. well. That's where Adam Cole ran out. Yes. To to run off Joe. Adam Cole didn't run out to run off Joe when that was happening to Roddy, nope. which Roddy pointed out on Twitter today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, MJF's leaving and Cole's leaving, and you just hear, Adam! 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 Nope. Uh, yeah, and that leads us to, in that, is it a, an Eliminator tournament again? I don't know. I um, like wrestling tournaments, just Tony Khan doesn't know how to fucking use them. Yeah, so yeah, a, uh, Roddy Strong's trend. Yes. Um, it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. 
Roddy wins, puts the neck brace back on. At the the, end the, the best lost. thing about Roddy right now on TV, other than the Adam stuff, is his little picture for the matches where he's got the glasses Dude, and the neck brace. That render is so yeah, it's perfect. amazing. And I like that he he takes the neck brace off to wrestle and puts it back on after the match. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so great. Yeah, Roddy's killing um, it. Speaking of great. Yep. Chin up. Tits out. Watch for the shoes. Watch for the shoes. <laughs> Tony Storm <laughs> is incredible right, right now. Renee does a good job, too, ducking the shoes. Renee's perfect. Renee's doing a really I, good job, yeah. I, I, we've been saying Renee, she's yep. just such an asset to this company. Yeah. Um, but this Tony Storm it's perfect. It's is incredible. Yep. Uh, it's a, it is instantly grabbing. Like, if you're watching this on TV and you're like, all right, let me check this out. And you see her like, wait, what is this? I don't go, whoa, this is kind of fun. Right. She's being um, so good. Yeah. I, I she also this. happens to come out every weekend like her bra and underwear and a silk robe, which helps things. Doesn't hurt, brother. Uh, yeah, she, I would she's buy the cookies. <laughs> yes. I'd, <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy the soup. Like, I would buy crackers. I would buy soup. Just lay them out. Yep. Have fun. Um, Hangman Adam Page comes out yes. the ring after this. Right. He gets interviewed, you know, you won the Battle Royal. You get the <laughs> I 50, was a terrible teacher. Yes, was a terrible teacher. Give your $50,000 to the Chicago Public yeah, Fund. Great. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, really good, you know, good thing. For again, real. good message. Mm-hmm. Teachers underpaid 100%, right. brother. Absolutely. Um, White meat cowboy baby face. Swerve Strickland comes out. Right. And makes when this his, actually interesting. When his music hits, dude, mm-hmm. I got so fired up. Yeah. Number one, because we got to see Prince Nana dance. Uh, it makes me real happy. Yep. Um, swerves in the ring essentially says cool you're gonna waste that $50,000 on those delinquents who cares right. so swerve said fuck them kids yeah. swerve cut such yeah. a good promo right Adam Page you're complacent mm-hmm. you haven't got new gear in a year right. yep. where's your new like, nobody cares about your t-shirt nobody buys your merch uh-huh. if I had all the opportunities that right. you had I would have been the first black AEW heavyweight champion absolutely go home oh. learn a new move kid dude yeah. I awesome. like Yep. Here we go. Tony Khan, you must be listening to the show. Yeah. Because you had Takesha beat Omega Queen. Now you're having Swerve a a new. This is a new level now. I hadn't. My mind did not think, like, never did once did it cross thinking, oh, Swerve Hangman. But it's a really good position for Swerve. Dude. And uh, Tony Khan, if you are listening, what's up? And number two. Swerve's gonna win this one. Swerve's gonna win this one, and Swerve needs to win a goddamn heavyweight title. Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm, I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, but in my mind, I'm convinced mm-hmm. this dude needs a world heavyweight yeah. title run. He can, he can be such a killer. Mm-hmm. You know, he's proved in the past yeah. uh, as um, I people, I forget who said he looked like the devil during that whole Buddy Wayne right or yep. Nick Wayne segment when yeah. he lost all of his blood. Yeah. Uh, you can't the, – the, yeah. the, the dangerous thing for Swerve – not for Swerve, but for them using Swerve, for Tony Khan and whoever the fuck is right, helping him write the book, is you can't let off the gas. You can't backstep Swerve now, right? You got to push him, um, you, you if, if you let off the gas at any point, you might lose this. You have to keep elevating him. So Hangman's real good because Hangman's upper tier guy, but he's not the tippy top. No. You know? So he like, hasn't been on TV right. for a while. So you can't backstep. You can you can get away with a lateral move, but you have to move him over the next months and months. You have to move him up. And if yeah. by summer next year he's not in the main event title title not in a main event title program, I don't care who it's against. Um, you I I don't think babyface Max works. I think you have to put it on an actual babyface. But 
Swerve by this time, by this time next year, if it's not done by this time next year, you've completely fucking blown it. Yeah. But like spring to early summer next year, Swerve needs to be in that title, in a title program. Absolutely. Uh, he's too good. He's, he's bulking up. He wrestles like a million bucks. He looks like a million bucks. Crowds fucking love him and love to hate him. Yep. Uh, he is a guy that you're proving that WWE did not know how to fucking use. That's a guy who's absolutely motivated. Absolutely. You yep. know? Mm-hmm. And he said, like, nah, they blew it with me. I'm here. He's right. Yeah. So, man, he's fucking right. right. I love Swerve yep. so much. Absolutely. Um, he's He has man, seized he's so good. every opportunity you've given him. And every person you stuck him with has fucked it up for him. And ran the risk of derailing what he's doing. And he's, o- he's overcome it all. And fucking oh, oh, Parker oh, trench, brother. Right? What a disaster that could have been. Yeah. And. He makes it work, and then they just diss a fucking pair, and he's like, "I'm good." Yep. And then they they do what they then he get, he moves on. He gets in the embassy with Cage and all those guys, and that's fine. And then he gets Ar Fox, and then Ar Fox bundles that fucking opportunity. Yep. Because because that program would have lasted a lot oh, fucking absolutely longer. Absolutely would. Right. So Ar Fox bundles that opportunity, and what does Swerve do? He fucking upgrades out of it. Yeah. It is he is seizing every opportunity, and they clearly trust him to have these opportunities. Wrestling Hangman, that's the first AEW World Champion. Like or no, Jericho was with the yeah. hang, Hangman wrestled but, for like it. He points out, you yeah. know, you're a cornerstone here. You've been right. a world champ. Right. You've been exactly. a tag champ. Yes. You know, Hangman, you've been given all. We the haven't seen Hangman in a bit. He got locked in in purgatory with that Dark Order stuff for way too long. That's what happens when you're an empty headed dumb fuck. He is definitely an empty headed dumb fuck. But that it, it's right. It's where it should be. Swerve is seizing these opportunities, and then Brian Cage obliterates Hangman from behind. Right. <laughs> Yeah, sets up Hangman Cage for next week, yep. which is what it should be. Right, it's what it should be. Um, also, Swerve said one of my favorite lines, man, you really learn a lot when you're stuck in a coffin for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, main event, Darby Allen, Nick Wayne, which was in the Eliminator. Yeah. Um, it's all right. Darby Allen is a fucking maniac. Yeah, he's nuts. Yeah. I, I, I will again, he's stupid. He's like, not stupid. He is. He's great. He's, I, he's so much fun to watch. He's dumb. He said he doesn't want to wrestle long. He doesn't want to walk long. Well, I mean, wrestle, walk, you yeah, know. Right. Um, God, he's so good. Though. I thought the match was okay. It was okay. Uh, I, I I am not on the Nick Wayne train. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think this was... Hashtag Nick Wayne train. I don't think this was the main event of a Dynamite. I don't know what... There's nothing else um, on there that could have been. I thought it was um, fine because Darby's been... Yeah. Darby was carrying programs on both shows. Yeah. So um, I thought it was fine. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. I just I don't know. Uh, I just I think I think they're they're shouldering too much on Nick Wayne. Uh, while I liked his part in this program, and I think you know he has potential and it's cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It didn't work for me until Nick Wayne turns on Darby. Right. I think that's that's, that's, I think that's gonna happen because he wants him to stop making fun of his dead father. Right. But yeah, uh, it, it wasn't bad. It's just not not yeah. my particular cup of for for a main event of Dynamite. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed Dynamite. I, I thought, thought it was, good. Yeah, was good. I thought it was focused. Yeah. I thought. You're advancing storylines. They, do, which they is did nice. a lot of story work in here. Yeah, just, that's good. Hey, right. you're, you're off a of pay per view cycle. This is what you're supposed right. to do. Yep. So um, that's they, all. Have, they have what two weeks until Arthur Ashe? So they got to build a yeah Arthur Ashe, and then that the main event of Arthur Ashe is I guess is going to be going to be MJ Joe because the title's on the line. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would have I would have held that off and done Eddie Claudio, but that's fine. You you give uh yeah. you, you got to do Eddie Claudio and Arthur Ashe right? I would say so. What do you what do you do if you don't like they're they're running a pay per view in L A. They don't do that there. No, if you like you have to do that there. Yeah, because you can't. I mean, 
there's that dream what dream slam show. Yeah, but you don't do that. In I Seattle. don't think you do it there. You do it in New York for Eddie. Yeah, I think the story's been going on long enough. Yeah, I think that's what you do. I agree with you, man. But uh, we didn't get any on this show. But no. collision, we'll see what well, happens. Yeah, cause, well, because now everybody will go to Saturdays. So. Yes. Uh, that's all for America. You want to go to Japan? Yeah, let's take a trip. Let's do it. Hey, look at us. We're here. We made it. We're in Japan. Short trip, I think, this week, right? Yeah, not long. Um, not much to talk about. We'll talk Noah. Yeah, let's quick. talk Noah. We got one match. Cause, they have uh, their end one final show. Yeah. I had two matches. I know, because you, a braver man than I, watched Ogawa match in 2023. It was Ogawa team with Zack Sabre Jr. I know. I not, was, not enough to bring me in. I heard oh, it was good, though. Oh, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. But they do lose to Kaido Kiyomiya, and the new, uh, I don't know if he's technically going to be like, graduated or if he's just on excursion he's on excursion now? it's uh, it's, Rohe, it's, Rohe it's, Rohe a, it's his excursion well, good yeah uh good. there's a it's a weird thing with noah uh-huh. a lot of their tight designs are looking the same okay it's throwing me off interesting i'm telling you look at kiyomiya shiozaki yeah. they all have like the same thing going on yeah. Noah was part of it i thought the match was very good though i wanted to watch kaido kiyomiya i haven't watched yeah. one of his matches in a little while yeah uh it's that embarrassment in the g1 no. uh, i thought it was good i like saber but like i was like this match can be at least half Ogawa, and I don't know that there I can do that. Ogawa. No? no, okay. Um, main event though is the N one final. Yes, this godforsaken tournament. Right, Go Shiozaki mm-hmm. versus Keno. Yes, uh, this is your final for the N one. Go's never won the N one. Did you pick him to win in your pickums? I think I did. Yeah, okay. I think I did, and he did win. Go me. I was shocked. What a run of a tournament I had, brother. I fucking dominated. You kept kept this show Ed Cody free. Oh, I'm sorry, Ed. Ed, we'll review the new episode of High Blissing next week. You got bumped for time. Dude. Um, I did did listen this week, though. It was so fucking funny. It was really funny. Dude. <laughs> Rudolph is on. Dude, when they put the tool on in the earbuds, oh, it <laughs> fucking kills me. Yeah. Um, I, Ed, you're, you're, you're a guy. <laughs> he's, he's certainly a guy. He's going to be true. in our area tomorrow. I know. Like, oh. Yeah. Ed, you're not going to listen to this. Not until late. Just not till late. Uh, I'll have to message him. Yeah. Sunday morning if he's around. <laughs> um, but yeah, go Shizaki Keno. It's yes. fucking kicked ass, dude. Mm-hmm. Go winning with the moonsault press. Yeah. Made me a happy yep. man. Uh, the whole end of this match was like a Kenta Kobashi tribute. It was a Masawa Kenta Kobashi tribute. Yeah. Because he hits the Emerald Flosion, then finishes with the moonsault, uh, which is how Kobashi wins his final match. Yep. Uh, this It's an insane paced match. Uh, they go like 30 plus minutes, and but their foot's on the gas from like five minutes in. Yeah. Like after about 15 minutes, these guys are just covered in sweat. And you're like, all right, this can end at any time because they both look fucking exhausted. Yeah. Uh, incredible Masawa tributes, the, the the elbows in the Emerald Flosion. Uh, and I was completely shocked you'd never won an N1 before. Yeah. Uh, kind of surprising, yeah. right? Because, you know, he is that sort of carryover he's the guy he's the di- most direct link to the legacy that is noah in all japan hashtag i am noah uh and then just this match was just hard-hitting believable pro wrestling yeah uh that like in some cases noah does better than anybody else i do agree with that yes um 
you know, it, there's flashes of it in New Japan. Their booking decisions drive me fucking Nuts. mad. Right. But they get there in the end the right way, usually. Yeah. But, like, there's flashes of this in New Japan. Um, but, like, you know, New Japan has a little more finesse sometimes. Yes. Uh, there's flashes of this in American wrestling. But, like, they these, these two guys, these, these two guys in Nakajima uh, really just are able to do hard-hitting, believable wrestling like nobody else is doing it right now. It's yeah. really fun to watch and really get you fucking hyped into it and in some points disgusted by the, the slaps and stuff. Yeah. Um Go so, needs to beat Jake Lee for the title yes. at the January first show. Yes. It, to it, this you know, Go sort of came back from injury and was on like his like little bit of a sad sap tour losing and here and there. And I think he wins his first end one. The culmination is him finally getting that title again and being like no, no, for real. This time, like I'm, yeah. I'm the bridge to the past. You know, I love so, Although uh, that All Japan show does have Akiyama on it, yeah, and stuff, which is kind of crazy on Fight. If yeah. All Japan, oh, this is a sidebar, but if All Japan gets added to Fight Plus all the time, that might be that, might, right. that might push me into paying for the subscription. We'll if talk. It, if it's easy access to All Japan, we'll talk, yeah. every All Japan show, that'd be nice. Yeah, we'll talk. But we'll see. Uh, Stardom. Stardom, yes. I also watched Stardom. It was the last thing in Japan we have to talk about. Let's see. I watched one, two, three, four, five matches. Five matches. Me, two. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five. Brother. Uh, That's right. I think think we're going to be different on one of them, but go ahead. So this is the Stardom five-star special in Hiroshima. I always don't know if it's Hiroshima or Hiroshima. Right. Either. Either or. Potato, yeah. potato. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Tam Nakano versus Starlight Kid. This is where Kid. I started, yes. The five-star Grand Prix Block B match. The uh, Tam's finisher. That's my only note for this match. Is, is, I think I read it's called the Violet Screwdriver. Okay. So sick. It's like a Falcon Arrow, Michinoku Driver kind of screwdriver kind of thing. Yeah. We don't just got to do it. That's my only, my only note yeah. is how awesome her finish is. Yeah. The match was good. Tam's, but Tam's the finish was fantastic, yeah. Um, also, Shuri versus Mayu Iwatani. I watched this. Uh, Mayu Iwatani, when she comes out with the baseball glove and throws <laughs> the baseball, so fucking sure. weird. Why not? Um, it's something I just don't understand, I guess. Yes. Um, Shuri, her striking yeah. is so fucking brutal. And Mayu's kicks are, bad, are crazy, too. When, she's, when Mayu super kicks her on the outside, mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Yep. Um, Shuri wins. I like this match a lot. I, I like I like Shuri because her finish is a kick to your face and then like a one winged angel into a DVD. Essentially, yeah, uh, really cool. Yeah, really. Again, uh, I know that Star Peel. Lots of people are watching Stardom, uh, but if you're an American indie wrestler, start stealing steal. these fucking moves. Steal, Let's steal, go. steal. Right. Uh, did you watch for the high speed I title? Did. I did because I love high speed matches. So I watched this. You did watch? I thought you would skip this one. No, I did watch it. Okay. Simply because. Because of Momo? Because of Momo. Yeah, girl, right. Girl. When I saw it was Momo, I was like, oh, oh Momo. Momo. I, I always watch these matches because I just like the fact that you have to be fast yeah, in these. sub five minutes. Um, but. Uh, so Champ Saki Kashima. He was champ for a long time. The challenger. Momo Kogo. Momo We love Momo. Oh, yes, exactly. Momo's huge in the United States. For sure. I was very happy when I saw it was Momo. Yeah. So I was like, I'm, I'm like, absolutely watching it's this. It's a sprint. Yeah. Uh, Four minutes, Saki 43 Shima seconds. wins. Right. They're not, they're, they're, they're not, you're not star rating these fuckers. No. Cage match doesn't even allow you to. No. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, it's just fun. It's just a fun yeah. sprint, man. I love the. I love these. I love yeah. this title. I slowly watch for Momo Kogo. Mm-hmm. We love Momo. Yeah, Momo rules. The only the only one true Momo that we know about and talk about on this show. Oh, Momo, Momo. Um, so for the Goddesses of Stardom Championships, which yes. is their tag titles. Yes, you had the champs, the Cosmic Angels, which is Sayori Anal and. Oh, Natsupoi. Yeah, Friend boy. of the show, Natsupoi. Bye, boy. Natsupoi uh, being like the, uh, the little bit of the darling of stardom these days. Natsupoi rocks. I, I, listen, you ain't got to tell me. Yeah. You got to tell me. I'm Going up on, against the challengers. I've been a uh, Natsupoi for a long time here. <laughs> a Natsupoi. <laughs> uh, going up against uh, May Sierra and Suzu Suzuki. Uh, I'm also a Suzu Suzuki boy. Suzu Suzuki boy? Yeah. Suzuki boy. Suzuki boy. Uh, this. Uh, this fucking rocked, dude. Yeah, this is this is the best match on this Stardom card. I thought so too. Uh, this is an, a great tag match. Yeah. Uh, th- this match can only be described as high flying chain wrestling. Yes, right? I think that's actually perfect. Every single move leads into another move, and I don't know if it's if you choreograph whatever the fuck happens. Sure, but like every if somebody takes a move, they sell up and they're taking another move from the top. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's all over. Uh, it's just everything is just thrown at each other in this match. Everybody's getting kicked in the face. Everybody's mad about it, at each other. Suzuki's punching motherfuckers left and right because that's what she that's does. What she does. She just kills people. Uh, and then uh, Ano's finisher. I don't understand. I don't either. I don't get it. She does a backslide, mm-hmm. but then kicks her own body up she over her body over the top of you and herself and herself, so yeah. that her feet are resting on. The top of your feet in the backslide that she pins to the ground? It's so weird. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know how someone could be that flexible. All these women are only five feet tall. Well, I don't I understand it. Stardom, everyone has a great bridge. Yes. They all right. bridge really right. well. Good for them. Uh, and you, uh, this move is safe because I don't know that there's a male American wrestler that can do this this bridge that she does in this. Yeah. It's rude. Maybe, maybe uh, what the fuck's his name? Maybe like Leo Rush. Uh, maybe Leo might be too short. His feet might yeah. just be kicking. What's his name? Um, and, and Helico. I bet okay. you and Helico. Yeah, because he's that tall, slim kind of dude. Man, I uh, like Helico. Yeah, Helico looked real good for a bit, but yeah, you know, no personality. Lost so. in the shuffle. Right. T- teamed up with Jack Evans. That works for nobody. Uh, one thing about this match, though, uh, right in the beginning, is that Suzu Suzuki and May Sierra. Do a total elimination. They do. And I was like, and total elimination. Uh, yeah, this match was great. Yeah. Real fun tag match, fast paced. Uh, and again, uh, we're a couple of Natsu boys. So, friend of the show, Natsu boy. <laughs> friend of the show, yes. indeed. Last match I watched uh, for the Wonder of Stardom title. Yes, me too. The champ, Murray, the uh-huh. challenger, Konami. I like her code. Yeah. <laughs> so, you texted me last night yeah. and said, brother, Konami almost died. Well, so, on a be- overhead belly to belly. Yeah, because she took it on her forehead. Her forehead. That's the second person I've ever seen to take a bump on their forehead. <laughs> yeah. You know, the first one was <laughs> the negro. You're damn right. Never <laughs> seen somebody take a power slam to the forehead. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Uh, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then, but she takes a second forehead bump at the end off of a lariat. Dude. <laughs> I thought Mariah was trying to knock her head into the yeah. fifth row. It was which crazy. Was it was absolutely crazy. Oh, man. Really good uh, match. Yeah, Murray retains yeah. the uh, of Stardom Murray title. rules. Uh, I hadn't seen Konami before. Me neither. Uh, trained by Ashka. I looked at it too, yes. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, lo- has a similar look, even, sort of yeah. with the contacts and whatever. 
Um, yeah, I hadn't seen Konami before. I guess she got injured, came back in 2022, took some time off. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I thought this was a really good match. Storm um, rocks, man. I skipped um, the main event. Julia versus whatever. They said it wasn't very good, no. so I didn't bother. They have another big card this weekend. Yeah. So Stardom runs more than anybody else. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like yeah. multiple shows a week, it seems. They're fun, man. They are. I really like For Stardom. Sure. Um, well, and they have a big enough roster. They really rotate their roster around on these yeah. two. So if, you know, we we pepper you with a little stardom if you want a full blown stardom. A unicorn sprinkle. Yeah, goes to the stardom cast. Yeah, listen to stardom cast. Um, you know, they will give you the whole fucking pie. I'm going to assume it's at stardom cast. I don't know if that's I true. I think so. I don't know. Um, that's all I have. That's it, man. It was a short trip to Japan. Yeah. Uh, really great stuff. Though. I know the road two shows for New Japan are starting up yes. this weekend, I believe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, all right. What was your favorite domestic match in okay. international? Uh, my favorite domestic match this week is going to be, and this is tough. Oh, my phone's dying. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Yep. Did uh, you charge it? <laughs> I didn't think about it. Um my favorite domestic match, this is tough, but it's going to be Orange Cassidy Moxley from the pay-per-view. Hey. Uh, hey. Same. Same. Dragon Starks is so fucking close. I, like if I was doing 1A, 1B. Right. But, but I'm going to go OC Mox. OC Mox. And my favorite international match, we didn't watch that much. Uh, man, I like that tag match more than I like this finals of the, of the N1. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I think the finals of the N1 were, was really good, but what I expected of those guys and watching the, the tag match in stardom, I was just like, it had me, it had me rocking a little bit more okay. because of how fast paced and like high flying it was, which isn't my normal thing. Nothing wrong with but that, I was man. Like, oh, this is cool. What are they going to do next? Here's this, you know, really yeah. cool. So yeah, there you go. Uh, I am going to go with Go Keno. It's great. It, it, um, 1A, 1B. I love seeing Go Shizaki. Yeah. Fucking reign supreme. Yes. Um, did you buy anything this week? Did I buy anything this week wrestling related? Uh, I did not. So, I did. No. And I was gifted. If I hit my fucking bet tonight, I'm going to. I was gifted something wrestling related, too. Oh, what was that? I should so, have saved it for you to open on the show. Since since you're you're a good man. Uh-huh. You're a good, good, you're a good ass man. I am. That's true. Um, I'm a good ass man. So, my birthday was Tuesday. Boy. Um, and you gifted me the. Re- I love to gift them. <laughs> the record store. I love store, to wrap them. The record store day pressing of Macho Man Randy Savage's "Be a Man" rap album, and I'm so fucking over the moon about it. Um, <laughs> I may or may not have uh, ordered a frame for it. Nice, because I, I that needs to be framed. Yeah, I don't ever want to listen to it. I just want to have it in a frame. <laughs> um, because number one, it's so fucking absurd. It's wild. I. Uh, and we, I feel like that's a key part of our friendship. It is. It absolutely is. Uh, we quote that to each other. <laughs> and Michelle. And Michelle. Much to, she'll do, she's going to divorce both of us for the amount yeah, of times that's, we yes. just look at each other and sing Perfect Friends. Yeah, and just say, he was Bulgaria's yeah. not shy. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> it's the best. It really uh, is. So, I, and thank you so much of course, again, dude. man. I'm so fucking happy. Absolutely. Uh, and by the way. My other fucking gift that you gave me, <laughs> September 30th, uh-huh. uh, which, by the way, this night I went home and I watched about five hours of it. <laughs> uh, so, you gifted me, we're going to see the live show, uh, September 30th in Philadelphia for Pod Meets World. Listen, fuckers, if you don't like boys meet, Boy Meets World, right. 
I don't understand you. Absolutely. Unless you're an old. Yes. I'll give you an excuse. Sure. But Boy Meets World is the best fucking show that ever existed. <laughs> uh, so we are going to go see Boy Meets World's yeah. live show with uh, Daniel, Daniel Fischel, Ryder Strong, and Will Friedel. We're going to share a space with Daniel Fischel. Dude. So I told uh, I told my brother-in-law yeah. about it yesterday uh, yeah. for family dinner. And he was like, you're going to see fucking Topanga? <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. He's like, oh. That was the biggest crush I ever had. <laughs> Everybody is huge. We like we like showed pictures of Tyler of like what she looked like yeah. and stuff, and we were trying to explain like when we were growing up, man, yeah. that was like yep. the the crush, yep. you know. Uh, so I'm so fucking. Remember happy. the episode where, where everyone realized she was hot? Yeah, yeah. Because like Dude. when we started, they were kids, and we were kids. Yeah, I think like I'm like really close to their age. And she was like real like weird yeah, and quirky. Right. And then like they come back from summer break uh-huh. and she got like hot. Yeah, fucking right. Panga Lawrence. Yep. Shows my heart, brother. Absolutely. Oh, I can't fucking wait. I'm so happy. Yeah, I literally I'm went glad. home that night. And I, I was like, oh, I was like, I wonder if this is streaming anywhere. And I have, like, a Google TV, like a Chromecast. Yeah. So it'll give you suggestions. Like, the third suggestion ball was Boy Meets World streaming on Disney+. Plus. So I was like, oh, man, yeah, I guess it would be on Disney+. Plus. go. That's awesome. I watched, I seriously watched right. it five Good. Hours. Well, so it's supposed to be, it's a big <coughs> event. It's in Philly where the show took place. Yeah. I was uh, listening to the podcast Yeah. Oh, too. is it good? I haven't listened. Yeah. So the most recent episode, they interviewed Zach Morris. Oh, yeah. I know when they had yeah, him on. It yeah. It was good. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, so they, they're promising a lot of special guests. So I'm hoping we also get to share space with Jonathan Turner. So I can yell out, don't pull me off, John. Yeah. Don't pull me off, God. God. And <laughs> I, I want them to reenact that scene. Yes. Because you'll look at me and I will bawl right. like a fucking yeah. baby. You should, you should oh. go get your hair's not quite long enough. You go get it cut in his mullet and, and dress as him. Stop it. I'll, no, my or, hair, I, I can do the, I can do the rider strong. I can, just, I can do the Sean I can Hunter. Just, I can just bandage you up from head to toe. <laughs> or I'll bandage me up head to toe. And I'll be in there. I'll be in the chair, just completely bandaged, and you'll be you'll yeah. be shot. And yeah. we can just reenact that scene, dude. Wait, wait how would I've never win? I've never wanted anything more how in my we life. Not win that people, contest. Yeah, but people are like, man, when does Sean Hunter grow a beard? <laughs> yeah. uh, like, well, they gotta work with me, <laughs> right? When does Sean Hunter grow a beard and get fat? Right. Um, so other than that, which again, thank you guys so much. It's the of fucking course. best, dude. Of course. Um, so. It was Friday, I believe, mm-hmm. or maybe Saturday. I forget. Yeah. Um, uh, Jazzwares put up uh, for pre-order um, the series, the new Unrivaled series. Mm-hmm. So I ordered the Brody King. Okay. Got to get Brody. So yeah. Support brother. I uh, and also the ROH CM Punk Luminaries, which then he got he got fired a day later. Fingers crossed on going, that one. Oh, no, yeah. I hope it's already in production. I think, I think it. I think it is. I think it would have oh, to be. God, I fucking pray. Yeah. Um. And also, uh, Mr. Adam Van, yes. the Vansky, uh, he sent us a message asking a few of us wanted the Brock Lesnar Ultimate. Right. So I hit him up, and he picked that up nice. for me. So thank you, Adam. Cool. I appreciate you very much, my yeah. friend. I'm gonna have to pop by in Ollie's and get that fifteen dollars Star Scream that he sent. Dude, when he sent those yesterday, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm my not the God. biggest Transformers dude, but like. Well, then I, when he, I like Starscream. He's my when he favorite, sent so. the um, the fucking like DC, uh, yeah, what are they, what the, the, the DC, multiverse, like, multiverse. I was like, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, that could fucking start me up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, thank you so much, Adam. Appreciate you, man. Um, that's all I have, though. Okay, that's it. That's it. Uh, we do have to do our Terry Funk moment of the week. Oh yeah, do you want to put it right here? Right, because I, my phone died. Um, <laughs> so it'll be here. His comments. Dusty Rhodes. 
You no good for nothing, egg-sucking dog. I'm sick and tired of having you claim to be a cowboy. You with your putrid body, your varicose veins, trying to claim that you are the greatest at a bull rope match. You don't even know what a bull rope match is. You don't even know what a rodeo is. You're a drug store cowboy. That's exactly what you are. And I've rode in rodeo after rodeo after rodeo. And I intend on doing the same if I ever get you in the ring in a bull rope match. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. And I'm going to ride you around that ring and I'm going to whip on you and I'm going to spur on you and I'm going to whip and I'm going to spur and I'm going to ride and I'm going to put you up wet, boy. I'm going to put you up wet. That's what I'm going to do because rodeoing was when you put a man against an animal and I know you're a pig. Just like your mama was a pig, your mother's a pig, and you should stay nestled in that sow's belly instead of ever coming into a ring and trying to compete with me. Now, a bull rope match goes until there's a submission. Well, in a rodeo, you don't even realize that you just got to ride that bull eight seconds. Well, I'm going to ride you and ride you until you run out of gas, and you're going to be snorting, and you're going to be sweating and you're going to be breathing oh so heavy because there must be a winner and you are going to admit <laughs> you're going to admit that I'm the best okay and that was the Terry Funk moment of the week, Terry moment of the week. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll do better next week but it is the Terry yeah. Funk moment of the week um, I already ha I, I have stuff picked out okay. or unless you already picked something out uh, then. I, I have one in mind but it doesn't have to be played okay. so right. we'll, I guess you'll know what it is Afterwards, yeah. whatever. Um, Stick around for the whole show. <laughs> but that's that's it, I guess, right? We're out of here. That's all we got, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, covering the whatever. Who, you know, long time feels without like a pay-per-view or something, so who knows yeah. what's going on. New Japan starts shows, but they're like Road 2 shows. <laughs> and a lot of the Road 2 shows suck. Yeah, we'll see how that All Japan show goes. I'm sure you should start them as some stuff, so yeah. we'll see what's going on. Um but uh, you can find us online at WeNeedWrestling.com. You can email the show at WeNeedWrestling at gmail.com. Social media, we're at WeNeedWrestling. YouTube, you search WeNeedWrestling. I think it's YouTube.com slash, like, at WeNeedWrestling or something. So. Uh, check that out. Uh, we're a proud member of the Sooner Medium Network at STBN Network on Twitter. SoonerMediumNetwork.com. SoonerMediumNetwork.tumblr.com. A bunch of other shows there. Uh, our other show, Wings on Wings. Uh, Final Wrestling Place. Yes. Uh, At Odds with Wrestling. Longbox Heroes. Longbox Heroes After Dark. Hayabusa. Uh, Profane Argument. Puzzle Warriors 3. Uh, we were on two weeks ago now. We did the episode of, uh, from TM Shows, North South Connection. Yeah. Uh, of, uh, What's that? Yes, Mar uh, viewer's Choice. Viewer's Mar Choice, right. Marcus sent over a big thank you, by the way. Oh, yeah? yeah. Okay. Well, didn't send it to me. Um, <laughs> 
Well, if you listen to the show. I don't. Uh, oh, not always. How I'm dare you. very behind on podcasting. Um, but, uh, no, thank you. I'm only kidding, yeah. of course. Thank you, guys. Uh, but, um, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is that it? That's it, right? I said everything? Yeah, right. I guess. Get uh, out of here, then. Uh, yeah, let's go watch the end of this Chiefs Lions yeah, game. Let's see what happens. See if I hit my bet yet. So let's I can hope buy we some win wrestling money. Toys. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named soon network. The Lamborghini of Podcast Network. Now you're off, nerds.